spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. agreed to by 179 nations. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. It's a totalitarian state being developed right now all over the world. It is the inventory and control plan. Inventory and control of all land, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all food, all energy, all information, and all human beings in the world. And this is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations back in 1992. It's a United Nations plan. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. And so many of us around the world think that, um, well, sustainable development, it just sounds so great. Isn't it about recycling and creative reuse and, uh, and creating energy and food resources for everyone? And the answer is no, it really is not. It's about moving populations into city centers, concentrated city centers, and clearing them out of the rural areas. All systems have to be brought into harmony in order to control them all. Because when systems don't meet, when they're, when they're out of balance or not in sync with one another, they can't be controlled centrally. And the goal of Agenda 21 is one world government and total control from a central unit. Every nation that signed on to Agenda 21 has its, uh, its local Agenda 21 plan. People in the United States are completely unaware of this. If I go out and talk about this, the United States press will attacks me and calls me which is it's totally ridiculous. It is a but it's not a theory. It's a fact. The three pillars of United Nations Agenda 21 are economy, ecology, and equity, the three E's. And everyone's sort of thinks that they know what that means, the idea of social equity. It must mean that, well, everyone's going to have access to clean water and clean air, and uh, no one's uh, property is going to be used as a dumping ground because they are 
social equity is about. It's about impoverishing huge portions of the population and bringing down uh, develop the developed nations. Everything that we're looking at now is destined to collapse our economies. It's a totalitarian state to being developed right now all over the world. And what major corporations want in this development is to be able to, uh, to have move, full movement of, of, uh, of workers without borders or boundaries, to be able to move their goods through without regulations, and to reduce wages. And so this is the goal. So this is what you find with social equity. And of course, economy and uh, ecology is about, these are the three circles, economy, ecology, and social equity. And where they meet in the center is balance. But really that balance is a communitarian balance. So it's not balance of well-being of the people. What it is is it's a balance for corporations so that they can exploit and control and have populations in an area, in tightly packed, dense areas, so that they can be surveilled and managed. And this is what that balance looks like as far as the development of a totalitarian state is. The mainstream media is owned by five major corporations, and you're not going to get this information from the mainstream press. So you need to be your own press. You need to educate yourself. You need to get out there and educate your neighbors, your community, your real community. You need to help your children understand that they're being indoctrinated from pre-kindergarten to post-graduate school. All of us have a responsibility to ourselves and to others. This is true community, to work for personal freedom. And always remember that even though we work as a group, if we do work as a group, we're all individuals in those groups and we answer only to ourselves. And this is essential. It's essential as, as, as free human beings, this is what we are. We are free and we need to continue to be free. And I do believe that we will win, but we have to become aware that there is a fight and then make our friends and our neighbors and our community aware as well and work together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. That's how it goes. Agenda 2030. Now you have been educated on what that is uh, and where we're heading. We're, uh, we're in that timeline right now. Eight, uh, eight years. What is it? 2021 here, right? So we're almost in 2022. So we have about eight years, uh, and that's when they'll have the nail in the coffin. Now, ultimately, I think they will not be successful, uh, but that doesn't mean they won't try. They, uh, they're going for the jugular. They're going for the kill. Uh, they're trying to kill as many people as they possibly can. And in that effort, they seek to control and dominate every facet of life. We're going to talk about some of that today as well. Uh, by the way, some crazy new stuff regarding the synthetic reality that we'll enter into. Uh, anyway, some formalities here before we get uh, to today's topics. I'm Henrik with Red Ice. Pleasure to see you all. It is Friday. Another Friday is upon us. Uh, I'm alone here in the studio today. Lana's taking the day off, resting up. Hope you're all uh, having a wonderful day wherever you are. Um, you may be joining us uh, over in Europe, uh, which is a bit late, of course. Good evening, mate. I hope you had a good day and, and having a good evening, night almost soon, actually. Anyway, we have a, a lot of things to get into today, a lot of important stuff. A um, couple of ways if you want to join in today. 
Jo- join me here in the studio, as it were, as I'm all, as I'm all alone here. Uh, no, no, everything is good, trust me. It's, uh, it's fine. Entrymistream.live slash Red Ice TV. Uh, that's a good way of joining in. I see some of you guys over there. We'll get to those in a moment. Thank you so much, boys and girls. Odyssey.com slash at Red Ice TV as well. And if you add a slash live onto that, uh, we uh, you go straight to the live page that we uh, go out to on Odyssey. All right. What else? Well, Cointree as well, I guess. Yeah, Cointree. You can see down in the lower third there. Cointree is up and running. That is a crypto option if you're interested in attaching a message uh, to a crypto donation during the show. And we uh, read those uh, on the air, as it were. All right. Uh, anyway, I think I think that's it when it comes to formality. So, you know, a number of things happening here, of course. Um, Charlottesville trial, Kyle Rittenhouse trial, Aubrey trial, right? It's And, and you know, everything is kind of overshadowing the other uh, in, a, in a weird way, the Charlottesville trial has definitely gotten, uh, you know, the back seat, which is unfortunate. I'm not sure if many, obviously many conservatives and stuff wouldn't touch it anyway, but it has been interesting to follow along in some of that. I haven't. I wish they had a live stream and so, you know, you could rewatch it and post or whatever. Uh, but there are some interesting things that's come out of that, which one thing I did like and apparently, uh, you know, so I personally didn't, you know, listen in. You can listen to a phone call or whatever, like a you call a phone number to, to listen to the trial. But apparently some of the things that did come out was, I think it was Cantwell that was actually asking for definitions. And it would be the most, one of the most interesting things, like how do you define these things that you're talking about? Then the accusations, right? When it comes to things like white supremacy or even neo-Nazi or, you know, whatever the, the terms are that are flung around. Like, how do you actually define that in a court of law? And what does that mean, et cetera? And what is protected under the first uh, you know, amendment and things like this, right? Uh, so apparently some of that's been coming out, but again, I haven't been following, you know, every minute of it. Uh, so, you know, but but that's some of the interesting things there. Uh, and I do have a story on later. E- essentially, the, the the story from the mainstream is, you know, th- you know, the d- the defendants are being sued, right? Because they, you know, came there that day to intentionally do violence. They all knew about the, this, you know, this car is going to drive over someone and everybody knew they were going to do violence. Of course, the opposite is true. It's the opposite side. Uh, the, uh, the Antifa's, uh, that came there to do violence, and that's kind of been established already. Doesn't mean, that, of course, it will go that way ultimately when the when the jury gets to decide. But um, what was I thinking about? <laughs> yeah, they went to do, to do violence that day, right? Um, but the definition issue that, that that's always interesting to get that out. But it, it's always a reversal of the situation. You know what I mean? Uh, to get that kind of like nailed down, like what what does it actually mean? Uh, what what does these accusations mean, and all that kind of stuff. That was something I was going to say, and I kind of slipped my mind. But it, it is interesting to watch it. Oh, the the that's right, the Washington Post article. That's right, the defendants. So they're being sued, and and this I think more than anything is to kind of squeeze them financially. I don't think anybody will you know go to jail. Uh, I mean, I can't. Well, is in jail, right? But that's isn't that for un, uh, other things? I don't think it's related to that. I, I could be wrong, but um, but it's like it, it's. They should not be able to talk and to defend themselves. That that now they're seeking to use the courtroom as their as their platform. <laughs> so the court they're being sued by ADL bankrolled uh, Jewish attorneys, and but they should not even be able to speak because they're using it as a platform to spread their hate. According to uh, the uh, <laughs> the Washington Post, uh, incredible times, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Anyway, Cal Rittenhouse. Right, that's on and going. Actually, let me take a couple of these on ent- uh, entropy stream first. 
Brad Grembaugh reporting for duty as always. Thank you, sir. Always good to see you. Thank you so much for the generous donation. We never, we never expected Brad, uh, but we always sincerely appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope you're doing well. Freedom shekels, uh, as always, from Brad. Thank you so much, Brad. Uh, Bill Atheling, maybe, maybe that's how I pronounce it, uh, says, my first live show, but ongoing Red Eyes member and, of course, viewer. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you for the support. Thank you, Andy Kalana, for all your hard work uh, for our cause. Well, thank you, and thank, thank you for joining us live. That's always a pleasure. Thank you for the donor as well. Uh, Der Mantelmann, I think. I kind of, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of leaning that way, but I think that's it. Uh, let's go, Brandon, and uh, fuck Trudeau. That's right. Uh, I just came back from getting groceries. $11 for two chicken breasts and, uh, and a whole package. Uh, and a whole package, $25 to $30. Holy shit. Hail Red Ice, this is my only day off work this week. Uh, well, that's that's good. I hope you're relaxing and have a good day. But yeah, those prices suck, man. I have a thing on that later too, by the way. It's absolutely insane. Uh, you know, we talk Wednesday about how they're seeking to gaslight us. It's oh no, inflation is actually it's actually a good thing. You know, these are like ba Babylon B articles that are like literally coming to life. Uh, it's incredible times. But yeah, prices are going up, and it's quite intentional. I'm I'm convinced it's quite intentional. Uh, I know Californian. We are finally home from the birthing center. Oh, good, yeah, because that's always a that's always a uh, pain in the butt. Sometimes you just kind of want to get home after that. Uh, that means you chatted you chatted Wednesday then from there. Well, that's that's awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure I would be able to. Well, it depends on depends on the you know how uh, how calm things are and, and and stuff like that. But anyway, congratulations again. Uh, I know Californian uh, just had his uh, second, and then I know he talked about his vaccine woes as well. St stand your stand your ground on that. Never give up, never give in, and push it as far as you can. You, remember, you can, you know, as I said, you can always, like, last minute, if it gets to that point, I don't think it will, but if it gets to that point, you can literally, like, you know, run out of harm's way. But I ask you about that. Like, the final thing would be, like, looking at the vial and see if it's the actual FDA-approved one. You know, come or not, as opposed to something else, right? Uh, Cuckfree Stone says, Hail Henrik and Red Ice listening from a mountain hike. Oh, that's cool. Well, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, good to see you, Cuckfree Stone. And, uh, of course, uh, good seeing you, actually, last, uh, that's right, um, now now the, the name dropped, that's right. Uh, good to see you uh, a few days ago. Thank you for coming out, by the way. Uh, great guy. Uh, that's awesome that you can listen out, out on the mountain hike, though. That's that's fantastic. Jimmy Fallis. Hello, Henry. Great to see you. You are punctual and straight. Well, I wasn't punctual, punctual last uh, last um, Wednesday. Usually I'm not for the no-go zones. I'm, I'm usually late and gay for that, but uh, <clears throat> only on Wednesdays. Otherwise, I'm straight. That's right. Uh, you own time, and therefore you are you are white. That's right. Uh, sc uh, scum, scum, Russian scum. I don't have that um, little audio uh, drop, the audio uh, shortcut to the audio drop. But that's right. That was a, one of my favorites from uh, uh, Keith Olbermann. Uh, Russian scum, right? Smash with, smash with. I'll give you one of those instead, uh, Jimmy. Thank you. Uh, J uh, JP says, "Love the show. Keep do keep doing God's work." Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, good to see you as well. Bill Atheling says, and after a fantastic conference, dis despite the uh, re the Reds' most pathetic efforts, please give a shout out to our, oh, to Patriotic Alternative in the UK. That's right. Uh, yeah, we love Mark and his work and, and what the uh, PA is doing over in the UK. A lot of good people involved in that. Laura, uh, her husband and so forth. We know we know some of uh, some of them had him on the show and stuff like that. Um, I, I did not know they were wrapping up one, though. Was that, was that, was that uh, yesterday? Uh, the conference that they had. I did see Mark uploaded a speech to his um, uh, Odyssey, uh, yeah, Odyssey channel, I think. Good stuff. Um, Jimmy Fallis says, what are uh, what are we at now for Subscribestar subscribers? 
Uh, we must be getting close. I think we were like we're kind of in the same mark. I think to two ninety something. I think I'll have to check after the show. But yeah, two ninety something. We need like ten, ten, six to ten more people over there joining us, and then we'll do something, uh, something special. We haven't decided yet. Uh, we're at two. We're actually ten away. Two about two ninety right now. So ten, ten away. Uh, so we do appreciate your support over on Subscribestar. Thank you, Jimmy. RoboThink is here as well. Happy Friday. Let's go, Brandon. Smash with Scott. Brought to you by Pfizer. That's right. All right. Okay. So, Kyle Rittenhouse, I thought we were getting uh, something here today on uh, the issue when it comes to, um, uh, you, you know, getting uh, uh, the jury deliberating and stuff. I think oh, well, maybe there was the judge that was going to deliberate first or something and then handing it over to the the jury, uh, right, but uh, the uh, prosecutors and defense lawyers have rested their case in the closely watched homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, the now 18-year-old, um, who defended himself against two aggressors, one of them being a pedophile. Over eight days of testimony, including a dramatic turn by Rittenhouse himself, where he sobbed on the stand, and of course we'll get to that moment in a, in a bit here. Witnesses and visual evidence described a tense and chaotic night filled with fires, verbal threats, and physical intimidation where guns abound in the hands of protesters and self-styled militiamen alike. I didn't want to kill anybody. I was being attacked, Rittenhouse testified Wednesday. That's right. We have that clip. We'll show that clip in a moment, too. It was, uh, I, I thought it was... It's funny because, you know, was it... Um, what was... Uh, I almost said Bill and Ted's, but uh, Wayne's World... The uh, the woman who claimed she was sexually assaulted by um, God, there's too many names for my brain today. I guess Kavanaugh, right? What was her name again? Kavanaugh. Chat. You, you remember? <laughs> she looked like uh, um, uh, the the, the uh, not Wayne in Wayne's World, but the the co-host there. Anyway, you you know who I'm talking about, right? Wasn't she crying? And it was all everybody was upset. No, oh my God, look at this and stuff. And as soon as there's someone on the the wrong side that uh, shed some tears and stuff, right? Uh, all ha Garth, exactly Garth. That was the <laughs> Garth was the um, the uh, the actor there, or the, the the character in Wayne's World, right? But what was her name again? The uh, she looked like Garth from Wayne's World. Uh, anyway, you you know what I'm saying. But it, there's a number of cases like that. They show you know they cry, they show emotion and stuff, and it's like oh my god, every the media has you know sobbing with them and stuff. Like, yeah, it's Christy Blasey Ford. That's right. Thank you, uh, uh, Itash. That's right, Christy. Christy Blasey Ford. That's right. We'll just call her Garth from now on. Uh, that, I think, was one of those, right? They, was, they were crying and stuff. But then I think even Kavanaugh cried, and then they ridiculed that or something, right? Didn't they? Uh, it's, it's whoever cries and is on the wrong side. That's what they're ever, uh, always, always will do, right? But there was a, a, an interesting... Let's see if we can show that real quick here. There was an interesting uh, release here by the governor... In uh, what is that in Wisconsin, right, Governor? Let me let me pull this up full screen here. Sorry, guys, a bit slow here today, I guess. Um, here we go. It's a bit small there too. Gov Governor Evers, what his first name is, authorizes Wisconsin National Guard to support local partners in Kenosha. And this is, of course, a, a, you know, in the wake of this, uh, it is expected that Kyle will not be, you know, will get off. But anything could happen here. I mean, a anything is open. That's an ideal situation. I, I have this sneaking suspicion that. In the Charlottesville trial, they'll just nail the the uh, the defendants, uh, those who came to defend the removal um, or protest against the removal of the Robert E. Lee statue uh, in August, so back in 2017. I think they will be they'll be nailed on this. 
The only other thing I, I'd, I'd say with um, the Kenosha case here, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, is that they might intimidate the jury enough that they cave. That that could be a, a potential issue. And of course, no one is standing in. No one is doing anything, right? Remember the judge even revealed? Yeah, the the jury is being filmed, right? It was the nephew. Uh, was it the not the nephew? Maybe it was the nephew of George Floyd. He had like Cortez or something in the last minute, like Ria Riaz or something. Um, it was a it was a black guy. It was like threatening, you know, the jurors in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. They they want they know what they want here, right? And if they're not going to get it, we're going to riot, right? And so that's why you have five hundred. Uh, what does it say here on the uh, the paper? Uh, approximately five hundred Wisconsin Army National Guard troops are reporting for state active duty, as authorized by Governor Tony. That's right, Tony Evers, to support local partners in ensuring public safety in conjunction with hundreds of officers from volunteering law enforcement agencies. And, of course, all of this has to do with the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, decision and all that stuff. So that's interesting. We'll see how that goes, right? Uh, but you saw some, look at this, some of these uh, stories here that came out. Both CNN and MSNBC talked about this. Let me see here. Where are we? Uh, <clears throat> Kyle Rittenhouse, white crocodile tears hold value in America. The man charged with homicide and the deaths of two anti-police brutality protesters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, put on quite the show for a nearly all-white jury this week. So now we get to the root of the problem, right? As soon as a white person cries, it's never sincere, and they're just doing it to manipulate because they, uh, you know, uh, whatever. I'm not sure if I'm going to play Kyle first or play... Um, we could play it. Let's play it. Maybe they play it in here. Let, let's, uh, let's, let's play this here. Let's see what they, uh, what they say here. Here we go. Let's play this. During cross-examination... Actually, the CNN piece does it, but let's listen. ...the traitor berated the prosecutor, at times yelling at him, for questioning Rittenhouse about whether it was appropriate... And they do not like the judge, by the way, Schroeder, right? <laughs> His phone was going off on, uh, I'm proud to be an American, apparently. I didn't hear that, but apparently his phone was going off with that ring signal. And uh, and the liberal media were shitting their pants because, like, he's a mega judge, mistrial now, you know, kind of thing. Uh <laughs> But but then I saw another piece. No, no, he's not. Uh, it was a National Review or something. Or na yeah, na National Review Online was like, no, he's not a he's not a Trumpist. It's fine. Uh, anyway, beside the point. Let's uh, let's check that. Create to use deadly force to protect property. The judge then accused the lead prosecutor, Thomas Binger, of improperly trying to introduce testimony. An hour later, the defense requested a mistrial with prejudice, meaning no retrial, claiming that the prosecution was attempting to promote, provoke a mistrial. The judge took it under advisement. After admonishing the prosecution once again, joining me now is Paul Butler, former federal prosecutor and Georgetown law professor. Paul, I feel like I, I was having oh, flashbacks to the George Zimmerman trial, right? I mean, everything from Kyle Rittenhouse using sort of cop speak about trying to stop the threat, saying this sort of really dramatic thing that the person he shot supposedly said that sounded like a gangster movie, you know, and then this whole thing. Yeah, that totally didn't happen. Shoot me, nigga. Remember that? That's what he said. It's like literally. And he was like a convicted pedophile, this guy, too, who was hunting him down. There was new HD footage out where Kyle was running away from him as far as he could until he literally was cornered between two cars. And that's when he turned around in a split second and fire. fired, right? But they're pretending that none of this happened. This is not, not where it is. The, the TYT did a very interesting thing. When they started, they switched on the narrative and people were speculating there was lawsuits involved or something. Anna Kasparian was doing this whole segment how, oh, we hadn't seen this video before. And it's like, are you kidding me? It was all over the Internet. 
Like you could find this in two seconds of look at the video of what happened and who was armed. It was all clear and they pretended this never happened. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. Listen to what he says here. Thing of, you know, he, the whole breaking down and dry heaving in court. That was one thing that we didn't see from Zimmerman. But, you know, making himself the victim and sort of making himself yeah, dry, seem... Yeah, dry heaving. It was, it was totally not... Uh, a 17-year-old kid that has to shoot two people and, and uh, you know, se severely maim another who's being hunted, who, near, who could have died that day because of what happened, clearly doesn't have any genuine emotion about what happened that day. No, no, no. It's all a show. It's all these white tears and, and they're just trying to escape, uh, you know, justice that they can. They should. He should not be. That's where it boils down to. White people should not be able to defend themselves. I mean, in this case, it was what at least two of the other people that were shot were were white, right? With the exception of Rosenbaum, I, I believe. Uh, but but you know, you know what I'm saying, right? More innocent, which the Zimmerman trial also featured. And the judge was sort of almost like it was his dad. <laughs> like you know, I, I don't think I've ever. I mean, since the Zimmerman trial, I haven't seen anything like it. But it, it feels very similar to me. What did you see today? Joy, today the jurors saw what must be the greatest performance of Kyle Rittenhouse's life. He was <laughs> well prepared by his defense attorneys to disrupt. How, how dare he be well prepared? This is a this is an injustice in and of itself. <clears throat> yeah, because you're not uh, you're not allowed to properly present your case. You know, I'm going in the same thing with the Charlottesville trial. They're defending themselves. They're saying mean things. They're having a blast. They're ha having fun. In, in in this, right? Not that Kyle is having fun here, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, was, some, was someone that came up in the Charlottesville trial was like, are, are you sure? I think it was Cantwell again. Said something like, uh, should you be able, allowed to do a to joke about Jewish people or something? Or like a Jew joke or something? <laughs> something came up. I forget what what the outcome was. But I think the judge like uh, oh, dismissed or what's uh, overruled, right? Someone... Um, Oh, sustained, I guess it is, right? Objection. Oh, sustained. <laughs> you're not allowed to ask that. You can, you can, you're not allowed to ask if you can make a joke. His image as a trigger-happy vigilante who went on a shooting rampage at a Black Lives Matter protest on the stand. He just shot these uh, pe these poor people for no reason whatsoever. They're, 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 they're running with this, folks. He was polite and deliberate. When Rittenhouse got emotional... It may have come across to the jury as a genuine expression of remorse, or on the other hand, maybe it was crocodile tears designed to elicit sympathy. But with the help of the judge, Rittenhouse did avoid most of he the re risks. He's reading that, that, by the way. He's looked like he's well prepared too. Um, but Kyle shouldn't be. He shouldn't be allowed to be unless, like, uh, unless user who's just written out what you're supposed to say ahead of time. Defendants incur when they take the stand. He probably advanced his own defense in front of the jury. It's incredible. I'm going to close that out so we don't get the more autoplay there. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, here it is. Here's the, the actual video. You can be the judge for yourself, right? Um, let me see here. Jay Wallace over on Odyssey says, uh, When we win, we will build a statue of Kyle the Kenosha Kid in every city. There you go. Uh, good good call. Of course we will win. There's no other way out of here. No other way out of this situation. Victory or death, as I say. Ultimate Power says, uh, please add a way to download the audio versions of your live streams as there is no cell uh, service or internet at my new place. Yeah, so we do have, uh, we do have them on redeyes.tv. If you just click on 
radio. You can find them right there. And th- thank you for the um, the chat, by the way. I appreciate that. It's on RedEyesMembers.com as well. It's on the uh, you know right hand side. If you just go below, let me let me show you. Let me show you. It's very easy. Uh, go to Red Eyes TV if you want to. Uh, if you're not a member, if you are a member, of course, it's on RedEyesMembers.com as well. Go to Red Eyes Radio, and they're all there as audio versions. And you see it up in the in the uh, um, left hand side corner, right? It says audio version, and you can download the the download button is is uh, is right there for you. So th- there you go. That you got that, and then on the members website, you have a similar thing. Uh, with the download thing right there for you. So uh, we do have that. Thank you, sir. Um, Den Mother says, so very silly about the ringtone outrage. <laughs> LMA. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, actually. That song is older than most of the of the whiners. Is it? I thought it was a new... I thought that was a new... Like it, uh, it came out like, like during the Trump campaign or something. But yeah, there you go. I, I didn't even know that. Maybe there was a new renewed version of it or something. Maybe that's what's going on. Thank you, Den Mother. Jimmy Fallon says we will replace the George Floyd statue with Kyle Rittenhouse statues. Who wasn't there an actor that ended up vandalizing the one in New York, right? The the weird one with some paint or something. And it was like an actor that had had some quite a few roles in uh, like Hollywood productions. And I was like, how the hell did that happen? I'm sure he's never going to get a role ever again, right? Uh, but yeah, those uh, those uh, statues that are going up in New York are uh, are incredible. Not only of George uh, Floyd, by the way. But there's like a fetishization, is that the word? Fetishization of um, of the African phenotype. Uh, this is big, like Easter Island looking one, remember, but with an African face. Uh, so I forget where in New York it was. And we're back on track here. Here's Kyle Rittenhouse uh, when he breaks down. L- look at this. See what you think. Is this, is this not genuine? Is this not real? Think about the situation here, right? He's 17 years old. He has to, like, kill two people. And, and, you know, pulverize, as the word was in court that they used, uh, the bicep of another guy just to get them uh, off his back. He's in the limelight he, he, with the threat of being in prison for the rest of his life. You're telling there's no genuine emotion about it? This is how they view the, the opposition here. Um, it, no, he can't be because he's not human. That, that's basically it, right? What's your plan? My plan is to get out of that. And go back north down Sheridan Road to where um, the car source lot number two was. And did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I, I wasn't. Describe what happens. I once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum. And go back north down Sheridan Road to where um, the car source lot number two was. And did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I, I wasn't. Describe what happens. I, once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski and there were (laughs) there were people right there Deep 
That's right, run. <laughs> Anyway, you, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Um, we're going to take a break, uh, about uh, 10 minutes, and please don't talk about the case during the break. Watch, read, watch, or listen to any comments. I think that's all real. He's making that up. And then they got angry because, oh, the, the judge is acting like his father or something like that, they said, right? I think it's absolutely true. I think uh, it was Jay Wallace here says, well, Kyle is in therapy for PTSD confirmed today. He had a big panic attack. I just searched that real quick. Thank you for that because I didn't know that. From lawandcrime.com. Defense lawyer says, Kyle Rittenhouse is in therapy and has PTSD as a result of this incident. I, I, I sincerely think so, <laughs> to be honest, you know. Um, 17 years old. I mean, that's a burden to carry on your shoulders that most, you know, way more seasoned men has never, never experienced anything like that, right? And although he seemed, you know, kind of cool and calm during the actual thing, that's like just pure adrenaline survival, you know, like you're just running on, well, training. I mean, he was well-trained as well, which which is, of course, is a good... Um, so I need to be well trained because you know when when you know the instinct basically at that point need to kick in so you can survive right, uh, but yeah it's quite remarkable actually how he pulled this off and uh, he, he, people have broken it down and like how like split seconds off like he could have he could have he could have died here uh, and he could have been the victim here right he's still a he's still a victim that's that's the point here he was being chased down and been trying to get away from these people it's incredible. All right. It's crazy. But yeah, so more of this. Let me see what we have here. We have more of this nonsense here. Uh, oh, is it the CNN piece? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to that later, actually. Uh, I thought I'd put in the... It was basically the same. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It was the, the CNN piece was basically like... Uh, actually, here it is. Let me let me find that. The this is the epitome of white privilege. What he's going through. L look at this here. The line and they kind of they show. Describe what happened. Sorry, uh, the audio there. Look at what they say here. Cal Rittenhouse, the 18-year-old on trial in Kenosha, Wisconsin, for shooting three people and killing two uh, of them, represents the epitome of white privilege in America. Run amok. What happened there? I wanted to uh, highlight that. What the, what the hell? There we go. Look at that. That's CNN for you right there. Being chased down and barely escaping with a life, with your own life. Literally hunted down by criminals. A pedophile. Defending yourself. And barely getting out of un underway. That's the epitome of white privilege. It's not only that, it's running amok. <laughs> this is just like these fucking outlets, man, I'll tell you. Sorry, I try to keep it clean here, but it's just we're in we're in we're in a different world. <clears throat> Where we're going, we there there is no <coughs> there is no roads. That's that's what's going on here. Uh here's Tucker's take, and uh, of course he's uh, completely um correct. And e imagine the meltdown. The, uh, the homo progressives had over this one. Rapist called Joseph Rosenbaum was released from a mental hospital and then went directly to join the mob that was burning downtown Kenosha. 
Once he got to the riot, Rosenbaum saw Kyle Rittenhouse and immediately threatened to kill him. Rosenbaum then chased Rittenhouse and tried to pull the gun from his hands. When he did that, Kyle Rittenhouse shot him. So Joseph Rosenbaum died as he had lived, trying to touch an unwilling minor. <laughs> he's, uh, he's absolutely correct. Now, that was a meme uh, for, a w for a while, and that proves that Dr. C some of these memes, right? Well, he died uh, you know, doing what he loved, chasing kids, right? And I saw this one as well. This was like a... You know, look at the look at the brutality of these people, right? This is who they're lifting up. This is our seventeen-year-old versus their seventeen-year-old. Uh, in other words, and I, and I need I need to pull it in again as a reminder. Where is it? But dear, dear uh, Greta Thunberg, <laughs> listen to uh, listen to this. This is this is what their seventeen-year-old. Is, uh, is standing up for. You, you guys have probably heard this, but look, this, is, this is their 70-year-old right here. The money is there. If we can save the banks, if, then we can save the world. <laughs> I mean... You that, will. That's our 17-year-old. And you will be happy. I mean, I'm not the enemy. At least I hope not. Yeah, maybe you should uh, maybe you should look into that because um, those you represent are certainly not the friends of humanity, and we're uh, getting that proven to us every single day now, every single day. In fact, multiple times per day, right? So our our seventeen year old is the one who's defending themselves against criminals and pedophiles while they're looting and burning things while he's by the way what was it while he's defending a storefront of what was it an, the pakistani immigrant someone said and then he ended up throwing him onto the bus while he's doing the, he's literally protecting his storefront for for him <laughs> you know that's that's white privilege for you the run amok white privilege no they want you dead they they want you dead they want to see this kid dead that that's what this is about they rather take a rosenbaum a thousand times more they take a Rosenbaum over a Rittenhouse. Listen to the last names there, too. Those of you who know your uh, etymology or name origins. Rittenhouse. You know why they're uh, opposed to that. And why the Rosenbaum is uh, not only figuratively, but literally the chosen one when it comes to these people. Um... Last German says, uh, Greta is now 18. Let's put her virginity on eBay. <laughs> Maybe it's time to open an OnlyFans. Do you think that will go uh, down well? Uh, <clears throat> was it alcoholic uh, fetal syndrome uh, fetish? Maybe that could be. I don't know. You know, it's 2021. Nothing's off the table. Uh, yeah, and I think Kyle is 18 now too, right? Isn't he? All right. Uh, let me see here. What uh, Den Mother says, uh, oh, for fuck's sake, Henry, that song was the standard patriotic song during the first go Gulf War. Yeah, I wasn't uh, really tuned into. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting real old, but I'm not that old. I wasn't really into uh, these things uh, back then, uh, the first Gulf War. Was it 93? No, it was like t after 2001 I got into stuff. But uh, no, I actually didn't know that. It must be a remake, though, I think, right? I, I, I saw a live show, I think it was, and someone played it. And I was like, oh, that's that guy. 
That's that guy. That's a new song, then. Glenn, <laughs> thank you, Jen Mother. Mother. Uh, Glenn, Ch Glenn the Chinaman said the judge did nothing wrong. That's right. No, he didn't. He did absolutely nothing wrong. He's been very good and balanced, and therefore he's being vehemently attacked. And by the way, speaking of last names and etymology, uh, his name is Schroeder. So we have a Schroeder and a Rittenhouse uh, against the state, uh, you know, of, what is it, the, the state of Kenosha or something, or what, what is it, the federal government? I forget who's the uh, who's uh, going after them there. But uh, they're defending a Rosenbaum. A kid touching Rosenbaum. Can't get any uh, more clear than that. Thank you, Glenn. Good to see you as well. Aaron Jimsa says, uh, letter... Let a rip bro. Tucker stole that from Ryan Dawson <laughs> doing what he loved. Yeah, he was going around that for sure. He definitely he's like, all right, I've had it. I've had it. Uh, good stuff. All right. Let me see. Where, where are we here? So Steve Bannon, I guess we could show that real quick, too. Steve Bannon is getting indicted for contempt of Congress. Um, two charges filed for failing to honor House subpoena from Select Committee investigation January 6th Capitol breach. Well, he could always go to China, right, on his big yacht. Steve Bannon was indicted today by federal grand jury on two counts of contempt of Congress stemming from his failure to comply with a subpoena issued by the, state, uh, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th breach of the U.S. Capitol. It's interesting, the... Uh, the, the is there any insurrection claims or any language like that in this? I, I bet you there is not. Breach. So now it's just a breach. Talk about downplaying. It's like they're going to overthrow the government to, ah, it's a breach. We had a breach. Someone uh, walked in through the, an open door. That's a breach. I mean, there, don't get me wrong. There was some feds breaking windows and, and, and of course, pr you know, prying open some of the, some of the uh, entryways. For sure. All right, we'll see what happens there. Steve Bannon. I always thought Steve Bannon looked like the original uh, Harkonnen. Um, forget the actor there, but the 1984 Dune, ver the Dune, um, <laughs> 1984 version of Dune, David Lynch. Uh, fantastic movie. Better than the remake, by the way. We talked about that in the Weekend Warriors show. Check out our review on that if you missed it. Uh, really good stuff. I thought it was a good review. Basically, the new Dune is anti-white. There, there, you have it. Now, now you don't have to watch the 20 minutes breakdown segment we did on it. How they're bleaching people's skin and stuff. It, it's true. Like, it's, it's out of control. But anyway, um, Bannon actually looks like the original guy, Harkonnen. Check it out. Uh, do a comparison. I forget what his name is. Uh, but that actor is, is gold. The new one is played by the new uh, Vladimir Harkonnen is played by uh, Stellan Skorsgård, which is a Swedish uh, actor. Of course, they got to pick the most northern people to play the Harkonnens, the most evil, the, the skinhead Nazis uh, in, in the movie. But yeah, we'll see what happened to, uh, to Bannon. Um, Orange Jim says, a, since a cactus and a bell. What's that? Is something I'm... Bell, cactus, cactus, bell. Is that... I'm not sure if I follow that, but thank you, Orange Jim says. I appreciate that. All right, so let's uh, quickly talk about the Belarus. Uh, where are we here? I'm all, all lost in my lower thirds here. The Belarus-Polish border wall, war war. Sorry, uh, I almost said wall. Border wall. <laughs> border war. The war. That song going. Holy shit! Should we start over? <clears throat> Should I edit that? I'll leave it in. It's it's fun. Let's go over to the uh, Belarus-Polish border war. Uh, talk about what's happening there. There was an interesting... Now, I have been on the fence of what this is about. I, I, I talked about it Wednesday. 
it's a real damn possibility that this is kind of a gay op and they're using the flashpoint of migration because they know that the populist nationalist uh, movement in Europe will immediately line up with Poland. And it's not that they shouldn't, but there's a bigger th thing here at play when it comes to how Russia and Belarus will use this while either just outright war, right? Because this is what NATO wants. But it's also another issue, and it comes up in the in the clip we're going to play here. God, that's a huge... Oh, there we go. Thank you. That ad is huge in the way. Check out this video here, and, and, and you'll see what I'm saying here. Countries near Belarus are warning that the migrant crisis on the European Union's eastern borders could escalate into a military confrontation. Video released by the Polish Defense Ministry is said to show Belarus border guards carrying heavy arms at the border, including grenade launchers and sniper rifles. Reuters couldn't verify the grenade launcher claim, but it comes as Latvia, Estonia and Lithuania, which are both EU and NATO members, say the incident is posing a serious threat to European security. And Ukraine, which is not an EU member but is wary of becoming another flashpoint, says it will deploy 8,500 more troops to reinforce its own frontier. Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko is threatening to retaliate by shutting down the transit of Russian natural gas to the rest of Europe via Belarus. There it is. Moscow has reacted angrily in the past when... Pause right there. That's what I think it's about. It, it dawned on me all of a sudden. That's, that could very well be what it, what it is, right? We've talked about Agenda 2030. As, as you have vaccination rates in the West, in the Western Europe, at 60-plus percent in most countries, and, of course, going as high as 80 in some, Den, well, Denmark, I think, is close to 80 you know, Norway uh, was 78, I think, or something like that. Or was that maybe the, yeah, um, they're close to 70 fu fully vaccinated. But you know what I'm saying. Is to cut off gas when we're already in an energy crisis. Prices are skyrocketing. I'm not saying it's the only thing, but this is a big part of it, I think. To create a, enough of a schism to cause an energy crisis to, to deepen in, in Europe. I, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised. And then they're using the flashpoint of immigration, you know, to justify opposition to Belarus. And then, you know, as po the Polish, you know, justly so, well, what are they supposed to do? They have to defend their border. What, what are you going to do? You're not going to stand down and just not do anything. That's what they want in one way. I mean, they did that during 2014, 15. Well, it's still happening, of course, but, you know, in a, in a massive way, right? The migrant invasion. But then we had that story of like how Belarus is apparently training Afghan and Iraqi uh, military forces. That was a kind of a rumor from EO Observer. I talked about it Wednesday. It's a lot of weird fishy things here going on. But I think the energy thing could be a big part of it. Big part of it. Ukraine, another transit country, disrupted supplies of gas to the west. Belarus opponents allege that Minsk is using migrants to retaliate for EU sanctions. Of course they are. Large groups of migrants started flying to the country's capital Minsk this spring with the help of Belarusian travel agencies. They then head to the border and try to cross into the EU. Sometimes with wire cutters, they say were given to them by Belarusian border guards. Mm -hmm. 
Now, trapped between two borders, the migrants have endured freezing weather in makeshift camps. Video footage showed children holding up signs saying sorry. Poland has reported at least... Well, sorry, but uh, we're full. And it's your parents' responsibility for leaving. You're going to go somewhere without having shelter or food or water or anything, right? This, this, we played videos Wednesday. They're standing asking for water. If any European white family would have done this and put their kids in, in, in that kind of situation and harm's way and not having resources, not knowing what they're doing, they would be blamed. Right? That would They would be blamed. They'd look, by the way... Most of the footage, we played that Wednesday, I'm not going to play it again, but go back and check the Wednesday show. At the end of the show, we talked about that in the Go Zone. How there's, basically, it looks like they've done a, they've done like a, a, a Belarusian, it was a, a close by school somewhere, they've done a field trip and they ended up going to the border and the photographs were out and taking, this is literally like blonde redhead kids at the border claiming to be Iraqis and Afghanis and all that kind of stuff, right? Um it's it's partially a, a, a big gay op, this thing, right? Seven migrant deaths in the months-long crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're full. And so, you know, we're sorry, but, uh, well, actually, not sorry. Just uh, go back home. How about that? We don't want more. We're full. There's nothing wrong with saying that. These countries would, if we try to get in on this level, on this scale, they would just, uh, they, they, would sh- they would shoot us. You know what I mean? That, that's what would happen. Um Here's another, and again, tied us in with the Kyle thing now then, too. There they're breaking down and analyzing, well, is it, uh, is it uh, crocodile tears? Is it really genuine? He looks like he's acting and blah, blah, blah. Look at what they're doing with this exactly the same thing here that we saw when the migrants on the Turkish side of the border towards Greece. I think that's about two, is that about two years ago now? Or was it la- just last year? I think it was last year. Uh, exact same thing by literally blowing smoke in the kids of the eyes. In some girls, they just pour water, like a water bottle on them, to get them to cry. Look at this. Very responsible holding a cigarette right there in the eyes of the kid. We're the, but we're the bad guy. My God, the children are crying. But you won't have any, no deep analysis of this, right? No, uh, no, oh my God, what they're doing, they're manipulating us. No, no, this is fine. This is completely okay. Don't worry about it. It's all fine, right? So, uh, yeah, the Reuters piece, I guess I can show that real quick too. I forgot. Um, this is to kind of back that the NATO angle to this latest spat here. And again, we showed some footage. We, we showed that it's pretty bad, right? There's claims of uh, Russia joining in on this. There's uh, uh, the uh, Polish president declared yesterday uh, readiness of the armed forces to be ready um, to uh, to strike if things escalate and things like that, right? And so the EU is like... It's interesting to see where this goes, right? Because at the same time, you could argue, well, the reason why any of this is happening is is someone like Merkel's fault, right? Who has invited these people to come and they know exactly where to go. We played the footage too Wednesday where all these uh, people on the Belarusian side are like, German, German, like they want, they want to go to Germany, right? They know where they want to go because they're invited. This brochure is leaked. The, 
not this round as I've seen, but you know the last wave, the migrant invasion of where they can do pit stops and get help and all these NGOs along the way as they go to Germany and Sweden and uh, England, basically, right? The nor nor Northern European Germanic countries. That, that's, who, that's who they want to replace here, folks. That's what this is about. But anyway, the other angle to this is uh, Lukashenko ties fate with Moscow while testing Putin's pa patience, uh, Reuters had here. And so so they're trying to do like, these are, these are together and so we have to, we have to go to war, right? Um, wouldn't that be perfect in, in like, not only as birth rates decline, migration is up, uh, the migrants' birth rates are up, ours are down, they're vaccinating our 5 to 11-year-olds now, literally uh, killing kids. They're killing kids now. Now they've started experimenting on killing kids. Our kids, we, we're the one with the high percentages here, vaccine, vaccine rates, right? Let's let's go to war. Let's let's have one. Let's have Belarusia, white Russia, go to war with Poland, and then the EU joining in on that, and then Russia can join in. Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be something in this situation? It's exactly what we need. A big fat brothers' wars in unison with all this other craziness, right? Oh, holy shit! JP says. They're choosing a convicted pedophile over a 17-year-old volunteer medic. Reminds me of how they chose the murderer over uh, over the Lord Jesus Christ. These people haven't changed uh, one bit in the last 2,000 years. Was that um, uh, uh, not Abraxas? Was that his name? Um, what was his name again? The, the guy that they picked, right? But that was the but that was the uh, the Pharisees, right? That picked out the Jews. It was them who decided it, right? The Romans were just doing their job, right? Was it a Braxus? Maybe I'm getting the name wrong, but yeah, something like that. Not a Braxus, I think. Barabbas. That's right. Thank you, guys. Uh, Gaelic Nord. Barabbas. That's right. Barabbas. Barabbas. <laughs> Barnabas. <laughs> that's something different. But uh, um, yeah, exactly. But that was like an internal. Uh, there was like an internal feud, essentially, right? Wasn't that what it was? And the uh, the Messiah, the Savior, was aimed for for that for that group, right? Who needed to turn the other cheek again? <laughs> uh, but they denied that, uh, and partially because he, he you know, the, the money temple thing, and you know, he worked on a Sunday or what was it again? Uh, but yeah, no, I get your point, JP. Uh, Seinwolf says Bosnia is also facilitating the migrant influx by handing out refugee papers to these invaders so they can be deported back to their countries of origin. Yes, that, that, that's right. I um, Let me see here. So they can't be, sorry, so they can't be deported back to their countries of origin. Why the hell would, Bo okay, Bosnia, m m mostly, majority is uh, Muslim, right? I mean, I know there's, you know, there's bleed over, so it's not that simple. It's not that boiled down in terms of the, the, the border uh, the borders of the existing, at least the states that have declared that there are countries now in that region. Uh, but look at this one here. I had this one. I almost forgot. German NGOs turning up at the Polish border to try to help invaders get into Poland. Look at uh, look at this footage here. You need to help them as well. But these people stay in Belarus, not Poland. You cannot pass the border. You know? I can't pass the border. Because these... 
my country, people, I need to passport filter to pass the border. I didn't have that. Maybe people have passport, but you're not even checking it. You close the border for people. We close, we close the border? Yes, you do. What are you doing with people right there? What? We go down to... No, we have, they're not closing the border. If you have the passport, you you can you can presumably come in unless you're on some list or something. Oh, unless there's some dumb COVID thing, but you know what you know what I mean, right? No, they're trying to act. It, it, there's a violation of their rights if the borders are not wide open for them to just enter. Like here's the wire cutters, just go straight in. It's a human right to have proximity to white people. Here you go. And of course, they're going to stop in Poland. No, of course not. They're going to go to Germany. They're going to go to Sweden. They're going to go to England and Norway and whatever else wealthy, rich country that they can mooch off of for generations. They don't enter into the workforce. It's not an addition to the country. These are all lies pushed by the mainstream to justify the replacement of our people. That's that's it. They want us dead. They want us out of the picture, right? But yeah, that's crazy, son. Well, I'm not surprised by that. But Bosnia, someone needs to look into that. Who's who? Who in Bosnia? I assume the authorities there or something. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll look into that. Thank you for that tip, by the way. That's very interesting. Jimmy Fallis says, "I'm sure Lukashenko would stop sending the migrants if the EU slash US would lift their hypocritical flight ban to Minsk." Yeah, there is an. Of course, there is an issue there. There is an issue of them. Um, this is a while ago when the EU, and I talked about this Wednesday, but uh, the EU basically said that they're like, this is a dictatorship and Lukashenko has to go and, you know, all these things starting to do, you know, meddle in the internal affairs of, of uh, Belarus, basically, right? And, uh, yeah, sanctions and then the, you know, restrictions, you can't do certain things. And Lukashenko said that, this is months and months ago, uh, I'll, basically he said, I'll weaponize migration. You know, we're we're ensuring on our side that these people are not coming in. Now, of course, granted, it's been it's worse than that. Now he's fly, if that's true, unless that's another gay op by the West or something or, or mainstream media. But at least there for now saying he's flying the migrants into Minsk so that they can from there go towards the Polish border and try to penetrate in. Right. Um, anyway, Jimmy Fallis continues here. Latin America should ban all flights to the US EU for what they did to Evo Morales plane because they thought uh, he had Snowden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's. I'm not saying retaliation is not understandable or anything like that. It's like uh, Iran or something, you know. You know, and the more sanctions you do on a country, the less, uh, more. It's kind of part of the game as well. The more extreme, more. Um, the more they lash out, the more they have. They leave them no option. It's like uh, was it Japan? You know, before Pearl, Har Pearl Harbor and all that stuff, right? And they knew it's going to happen, and the false flag and all that. You, you know about that, right? But. Uh, um, yes, it's a, it's a mechanism to get them to lash out, and so, and then when they do lash out or do something, then it's like, oh well, look look at that, look at their aggressive, they're they're an aggressor. Let's uh, let's attack them, let's destabilize them, let's take out their uh, leader or something, you know, or their political uh, leader. Anyway, so the uh, Polish independence march happened in unison with all of this going on as well, and we have a little bit of footage from there. Now there's some uh, different. Um, it was a good good turnout. It looks like this year as well. I have some different, uh, I guess, ups ups and downs on this one. What happened to the... Oh, there's the footage here. Uh, here's the start of it during the day. This is yesterday here.
So good turnout. Apparently leftists were uh, angry and upset uh, that it wasn't uh, that it went fairly calm. I think the expression was. So I saw some screenshots from some Soros publications. It's like uh, uh, it was way too uh, you know it was it was not uh, extremism or violence or so, you know something like that. I, and I have a couple of clips of <laughs> this going you know both ways or whatever. Uh, we'll look at that in a moment here. But here's some more here of how it looked yesterday. In Warsaw, Poland. Big turnout. All right, good stuff. We have more here. a good turnout um but then it was oh well actually we'll get to that let me see here what was the other one here oh this one that's right uh polish far-right are burning a german flag in the independence day march in warsaw previously robert biakowicz the far-right leader who is the main organizer of independence march said we are at war including with the germans now you could break this down two ways. One is, well, well, that's dumb, right? No more brothers wars type thing. But then at the same time, think Merkel, think about what's happening right now in the Belarus, uh, you know, border, what the EU has done, all those kinds of things. I don't, I, I don't think it's like, oh, f the German. If that's what it is, that's that that's that's dumb. You know, it's the German people or whatever. You know, they're Nazis or you know some. I don't think that's what it is. But if that's what it is, then that's dumb. Uh, obviously, uh, but uh, I think it's more related to the authorities, the 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 rulership of Germany and what they're doing to the EU, uh, the schisms there, and the fact that you have a block. You know, like the Visegrad block. You know, Hungary. You know, Poland, some of these other uh, Eastern European countries kind of banding together against the EU establishment. Um, they should just leave, but, you know, some of them don't want to. I don't know why Hungary and Poland doesn't leave, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and here's the footage of that, though, burning the burning the German flag here. Now, the German flag was not the only flag that was burnt uh, that day, and we'll look at that footage in a moment here. Uh, but again, I do, I'm not sure what the motivations is behind that, but uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, there, there, there we go. There are, um, uh, yeah, this is, let me see here. <clears throat> was this the next one? <laughs> yeah, I think this was the one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So, so the Visegrad account, um, is, is, is was posting a lot of this, um, Poland for, uh, Poland for Jesus says the hoodie of this Polish patriot <laughs> at the Polish uh, Independence Day march. 
And uh, I, I saw some confusion in the uh, in the comments to this. As I uh, okay, um, hmm, can I what? All right. Now here's another one that they uh, posted on uh, the Visegrad account. Is this to? Uh, is this to try to prove that Poland is not racist and they have to do... Is this because they want to jump through the hoops of leftists who hate them and who, you know, will call them racists and all these things anyway? Or what's what's the point, right? People are like, okay. And I saw some people in the comments were like defending this and were like, well, no, 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 they're not. It's not like in Western Europe. They're like... Uh, no, no, these are just, uh, they're guest workers or, de or or descendants of guest workers. They're not like on social welfare. They have to work if they want to be there. It's fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it. They're for Jesus. So it's fine. Look at the, look at the shirt. You know? You know, we're all God's people. So what, what does it matter? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so someone's, uh, this one, let me see. I hate sometimes when it does that. Oh, that's the one I want to. That's the one I want to show. Let me go back here. What was it? How is it? Oh, this is the one. This is good. How it starts. This is a French account, I think. How it starts. Uh, how it ends uh, was the <laughs> was the reply to that. And of course, they're correct, right? You don't have to. You don't have to cuck in this way. Uh, and it's fine for Polish people to have a country that's for the Poles, right? It's fine for Poland to, to be Polish, right? It's fine to any country to be whatever the hell the group, the ethnic group that, 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 that is their country, the makeup, right? So it feels very contrived, and, and, and it's just boomer tier from the Visegrad, uh, you know, account here of, like, trying to prove something. So make of that what you will. That's, the I guess, the black part, partial black pill from that or whatever you want to call it. Um, but then you have this where I guess the at least uh, the LGBT propaganda that they're trying to push on children in most Western nations right now, they are not having that in countries, luckily, like Poland and, um, you know, Hungary, and there's other couple of other places here where basically this is um, human rights are being violated because they're not pushing, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, over, overt sexualization of children. They're not pushing... Uh, uh, pedophilia essentially on, on, on children through literature and, and quite, you know, explicit stuff, right? So here is uh, uh, a kid spitting on a burning LGBT rainbow flag at Poland's Nationalist Independence Day march. <laughs> Practically a hate crime. Practically a hate crime. No, no one is going to say anything about that German flag, though. But as soon as it's the pride flag, then, oh, my God, this is a violation of human... Fuck the Germans. Excuse me. But this especially protected group here, that should not be allowed, right? That should definitely not be allowed. This is very worrying. Very worrying. Uh, Arn Jimsa says, surprise, it was... Uh, it was isn't real. I think that's autocorrect for maybe Israel. Maybe um, I'll I'll go with that. Surprise! It was Israel the whole time, just like every single time. All roads lead to them. Literally, thanks for everything you do. Hail red eyes. Thank you, uh, Jim says. Yeah, it says uh, it was it was isn't real. It says, but I think that's Israel there. <laughs> Thank you, um, Jim says. Appreciate that. Jimmy Fallis says regarding 
Japan and Pearl Harbor gave up a great book that I read many years ago uh, that I highly recommend is New Deal or Raw Deal about the awfulness of FDR and his shenanigans. I've not heard of that, but I'm sure it's good. Anything that exposes the New Deal and that whole thing and what they brought in and, you know, post-World War II and stuff, it's, uh, that, yeah, there's a lot there that could uh, definitely get out. Thank you for the tip, Jimmy. I appreciate that. And back to Poland here. Um, so people were angry here, right? Uh, no independence march without anti-LGBT messages. Did they drop the Q? Is that the Q is not part of it anymore? Homosexualism. You could translate this. 32% of homosexualists is bi, bisexual, something sadomasochistic. I think, yeah, I think it, maybe it's... Um, uh, I don't think it's the pedophile statistics that's associated with this, uh, shall we say, uh, lifestyle choice. Uh, but it may be related to sadomasochism. I think that's what, if I translate that correctly. Uh, and here's some other one here regarding some le lesbiyuki. Anyway, there you go. So you have a little bit of that. And then another uh, account here on Twitter.com, not a German Jew, says in Kalitz, Poland, a copy of the statute of Kalitz was burned yesterday during the right-wing extremist march on... Yeah, it looked very extremist. For not wanting uh, propaganda, you know, pushed on your kids. Uh, anyway, uh, was burned yesterday during the right-wing extremist march on Independence Day. The statute is the medieval Jewish protection letter of 1264, which granted Jews in Poland rights and punished persecution. Hashtag anti-Semitism. So there you go. So is that is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Someone says statute of Kalitz equals big mistake. Small hats, big problems. So I don't know if that's what they're burning there. I, I assume the poster is 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 factually correct on that, but you never know, right? But uh, yeah, so so, so some uh, good little book burning there uh, at the march uh, because um, how dare you try to stop and, and, and make a symbolic gesture around the fact of the things that you think have been detrimental to you, your people, your country, and so forth, right? So anyway, so it's a little bit without comment there, um, but uh, yeah, that, that's what they claim that it is there anyway. So you can't do that, but you know, leftists can, uh, can burn, uh, <clears throat> they can burn things all they want. They can cancel, they can uh, squash, they can dox, they can uh, ridicule and, and and they should be allowed to kill too. By the way, of course, you know. Uh, all right. Let me see here. Oh, I guess uh, yeah, that's right. Over to the U.S. in comparison then to what they have. Shut up, Fox News. Over to the U.S. compared to at least some of the based attitudes that they have in Poland. Um. 
And uh, yeah, JP says, God bless the beautiful people of Poland. Indeed, very good. Uh, generally, very good, uh, of course. Uh, the trends. Take it over Western Europe any day. So perfect, maybe not, but uh, you know, what, what are you going to do? Uh, so the RNC, or the, if you want that in the extension, the GOP announces Pride Coalition partnership with Log Cabin Republicans ahead of midterms. RNC chairwoman Rona McDaniel said RNC is committed to working with the country's largest group representing LGBTQ conservatives and allies. See how, see, see how fast that went? <laughs> see, how quick, see how quick that went, right? Uh, the Republican National Committee announced its first ever RNC Pride Coalition over the weekend, partnering with the Log Cabin Republicans to invest and mobilize LGBTQ communities ahead of the 2022 midterm elections. The announcement came during the Log Cabin Republicans' Spirit of Lincoln Gala, which took place Saturday night at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, and attracted a high-profile group of attendees, including former President Trump and former First Lady Melania Trump, who was the event's guest of honor and other prominent Republicans, including former Director of National Intelligence Rick Grinnell. Isn't he? Uh, he's actually, was he gay, right? That guy, right? All right, so there you go. That's, uh, let's go, let's go America. Let's go American conservatives. Uh, all right, well, I guess this is a good time then to uh, go into our next topic here which is regarding a so-called non-binary assistant professor at Old Dominion University who is trying to normalize the term or essentially normalize pedophilia. That's, that's, that's where this is going. That's what this is leading to, right? With the progressive agenda, there always have to be a new barrier to break, a new taboo to attach yourself to. And knew something. It's always have to be that this is the very nature of progressivism. That's why uh, a, a regressive uh, uh, stance and approach is not a bad thing. Actually, backtracking from and say it's like anything. If you take a, of course, we refer to them as shortcuts. But if you take a path anywhere, and, and it leads you to the wrong place or the wrong road or like a dead end or something, right? Something wrong with going back. We 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 got to go back and see you know find it the correct way the the right path. This is not this we're not we're not it's not getting us anywhere here, right? But the essence of this is it's you are going to celebrate pedophilia here at, at some point. That's the that's the that's the name of the game here. But the uh, technical term that's being discussed for now to again destigma destigmatize this is. MAP, or Minor Attracted Persons, right? A non-barrier associate professor of Old Dominion University has called for the stigma of pedophile to be delegitimized. The Prostasia, pro, Prostasia, Prostasia, maybe, Foundation, a registered 503C, which has called for childlike sex dolls to be legalized, posted an interview with Alan Walker, a female-to-male transgender who outlined her, thank you, Paul, views on minor attraction. Walker, an assistant professor of sociology and criminal justice at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, is the author of a book called A Long Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted People and Their Pursuit of Dignity. 
In the interview, Walker insisted that the term minor attracted people or person should be used in preference to pedophile because pedophile's feelings might be hurt otherwise. Here's the, uh, here's the video. Thanks so much for that question. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, yeah, such as uh, white supremacy, uh, neo-Nazi, uh, racy big, racist biggest Nazi terrorists, uh, things like that, you know? Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true. And it leads to a lot of misconceptions about mm -hmm. attractions toward minors. Uh -huh. um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to it doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction. No, no, no. Of course, of course that not. Question. No, it's fine. Um, I use the term right, minor it, uh, loops around there. You get the idea, right? So, yeah. So, this is um, this is great. They are coming for your kids. A little more here. And non-offending maps, by definition, do not abuse children, so their behaviors mm -hmm. are moral. Um, but they're still being subjected to this same idea that they're bad people. And non-offending maps. So, in other words, you should uh, you should give up your kids and uh, let them hang hang around these people because they haven't done it. No, no. If they haven't been, you know, they if they haven't done anything yet. It's fine. Yeah, they might be sexually attracted to your kid. You know, if my if it's a male, they might have a hard-on around your, uh, you know, three-year-old. But that's fine. They haven't done anything. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's completely normal, and in fact, we should normalize this. Um, stigma against maps is a problem in part because it makes maps think that they're monsters. Um, that's really problematic in terms of map well-being. Um, it's really hard to cope when you think you're a terrible person uh, because you have attractions that you can't change. Um, stigma against maps... <clears throat> yeah, but it, it put it from the point of view of all the other groups that they're uh, uh, demonizing and terrorizing, and they're not human and all this stuff, right? But no, uh, being attracted to kids, though, that's all fine. It's it's not any moral issue. No, no, they just um, they just they can't help that. It's coming. I, 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 we, we've 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 talked about it, right? We've we've talked about it, and uh, and it's here. It's being it's interesting too. Yeah, they're linked up here, too, in case anyone is still confused. Pedophile, a person who is sexually attracted to children, right? Uh, and then here's the longer, the, the difference between, I guess that's that's Google, right? A person who is sexually attracted to children, while the Merriam-Webster says, sexual perversion in which children are the preferred sexual object, specifically a psychiatric disorder in which... Uh, an adult has sexual fantasies about uh, about or engages in sexual acts with a prepubescent child, right? So you know they're going to start re uh, changing those definitions soon. It's all going to be newspeak. It's going to start changing. Uh, they're coming for your kids. They want your kids. And that's what this is about. The kids that are still left after the vaccination campaign are now going to be sexually molested by these people. That, that's, their, that's their goal. That's what they want. Uh, you know, am I being hyperbolic? Not really. 
Not really. I, I don't think. I, I really don't think so. I think this is this is what they want. They are these are demonic forces. They want to destroy innocence, and they get a they get off on this. This is like a drug to them of violating and abusing innocence. Anyway, someone pointed out here that it's a violation of policy, right, to um, promote child sexual exploitation, including not limited to visual depictions, illustrated sexualized, sexualized commentaries about directed uh, at or uh, known or unknown minors, uh, links to third-party sites that could host, blah, 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 right? Um, yeah, promote, that's, that's what I'm looking for at the bottom there of the Twitter terms of service. Promoting or normalizing sexual attract attraction to minors as a form of identity or sexual orientation. Whoops. Uh, but of course, they're uh, they're on there talking about this. Yikes! Twitter's new child uh, sex ex sexual exploitation policy sounds like it could result in banning the promotion of my book. Uh, okay, so normalizing pedophilia. Gotcha. Ironically, the aim of my book is to help prevent the sexual exploitation of children. Yeah, because. That's how you do it. You normalize uh, the illness, the disease, the disorder, the behavior. The uh, I, I mean, at that point, I, I, I really don't care if it's by choice or I just you're a victim to it. You don't normalize it. Like if you stop defending children and the innocence of children, you've lost everything. You that's that's the evidence of the loss of your civilization there. Well, I mean, now we're vaccinating the kids, don't get me wrong. Like they're 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 trying to kill them right now. 5 to 5 year olds is now the experiment, right? So it's not like this is in 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 the timeline with everything else going on, this is not uh, strange really. It's not obs it's it is obscene, but like it has been normalized already because that's how we treat how we treat kids now. Well, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not subjecting them to medical experiments, maybe you can have uh, you try to normalize the people who want to sexually molest them. Right? There's the book is promoting a long dark shadow. Minor attracted people and their pursuit of dignity. That's right. They have their their dignities now. But them Nazis, am I right? Am I right? Isn't that what it's about? Challenging widespread assumptions. <laughs> it's always the same. It's always the same. And I see that uh, Jill Levinson here has written um, a little bit about the book here. Some uh, grave, uh, some uh, some great reviews here. Professor of social work at Barry University. All right, you get the idea. You see where this is going. Uh, so the other thing here, let me close a couple of windows, is the person that they're doing the interview with. <clears throat> Noah Berlatsky is the communications director for Prostasia. Prostasia, a nonprofit group that is reportedly attempting to legitimize pedophilia under the guise of helping children. Uh, and of course, there was a, a previous MSNBC, uh, sorry, NBC contributor uh, as well. NBC contributor Noah Berlatsky is now the communications director for Prostasia, a nonprofit group that is reportedly attempting to legitimize pedophilia under the guise of helping children. As part of his work with the group, he has written about legitimizing trans children, uh, 
conducted interviews about the positive impact of pornography on of pornography on children and how the best way to help children who are trafficked into sex trade is to decriminalize the sex industry. There you go. Prostasia offers pedophiles a MAP support club, which is a peer support chat for minor attracted people who are fundamentally against child sex abuse and committed to never harm children. And he says, yeah, because slip-ups never happen. <clears throat> and it's a safe space to have peer support in times of trouble. This group is for people who are aged 13 and up. Uh, here's a tweet here from Berlatsky. Pedophiles are essentially a stigmatized group. Certain people get designated as deviants. People hate them. Yeah, why in the world could that be? Isn't that strange? So here's the, uh, here's the interview uh, that this related to here too, by the way, with uh, Noah Berlatsky on the right there. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's incredible, incredible times. I guess the, they, them locked their account on uh, Twitter.com. Was it another tweet from Berlatsky? No, okay, I thought it was another tweet there. Never mind. I think we have had uh, quite, quite enough of that. MHT says on Entropy Stream, uh, being born with a certain feeling doesn't mean you shouldn't be, uh, you should uh, you shouldn't be able to act on them if someone was born naturally as a serial killer. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't want that person's acting on their natural urges. Same goes with pedos. Uh, if they are really, if they really are born that way. Yeah, I mean, exactly, right? No, they're still. They still think uh, a, a Kyle Rittenhouse who defended himself is way worse uh, than people who molest and and uh, abuse kids. If nothing else, to try to destigmatize the group that's doing it in an effort to just kind of weave them into some kind of, well, this is just one of the many myriad of sexual identities that are uh, uh, flying around out there. It's crazy. Crazy times. Actually, here's one more. Let me uh, play this one before we get to it. Uh, they are coming for your kids, folks. I want to talk to the kids. Parents, watch the video and then hand the phone over to... The young kids. Hey, it's just like Trudeau. <laughs> Parents, leave the room. I want to talk to the children now. Hi there. Um, I get asked a lot, are you a boy or a girl? And I love that question. And so I wanted to just tell you, sometimes human beings are more than boy or girl. Brought to you by sometimes Pfizer. Sometimes we're something else. Sometimes we're both. Sometimes um, we kind of float in between. And sometimes we're a boy. Sometimes we're a girl. Because um, human beings are creatures, and we're wild and exciting. But I want to ask you um, a favor. <coughs> if you see a kid like me, or an adult oh, like me, God. would you be extra nice to them? Smash with smash would you do me a favor and be very, very kind? Um, yeah, like anybody, we can feel lonely. And so if you're kind to us, it would be really, really important. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> the moral of the story is uh, uh, hand over your kids. South Carolina governor calls for investigation into obscene and pornographic materials in South Carolina public schools. That took them a while, didn't it? Excuse me. Gender Queer, a memoir by Maya Kubabi. 
Kobabi, Kobabi, Kobabe. Ku, K-O, that means cow in Swedish. Kobabe. Maya, Kobabe. Governor Henry McCaster has requested that South Carolina Superintendent of Education Molly Spearman immediately begin a comprehensive investigation into the presence of obscene and pornographic materials in public schools in South Carolina. The governor made the request in a letter to Superintendent Spearman after he received examples of pornographic materials found in schools from concerned parents in Fort Mill. In addition, the governor has notified the state law enforcement division to evaluate whether any state laws have been broken as a result. Shouldn't there be a law if there is, I mean, I'm sure there is one, like you you can't legally sexualize kids or, or something, right? If there isn't one, maybe, maybe that would be a good one. With all the hundreds, uh, you know, if not thousands of laws that's added on to the books each year, about the most obscure, weird things. That's actually one you know you could you could do you could do good with. By way of example, it is my understanding that concerned parents were recently required to petition the Fort Mill School District to remove a book from a school's physical or digital library titled "Gender Queer: A Memoir" by Maya Kubabe. Governor McCaster wrote in the letter, if school personnel had performed even a cursory review of this particular instance, it would have revealed that the book contains sexually explicit and pornographic depictions which easily meet or exceed the statutory definition of obscenity. Thus, I'm concerned that further examination may identify additional instances in which inappropriate materials have been introduced into our state's public schools. The governor continued, for sexual explicit materials of this nature to have ever been introduced or allowed in South Carolina schools, it's obvious uh, that there is or was either a lack of or complete breakdown in any existing oversight processes or the absence of appropriate screening standards. Now, the, the people that are involved in these things now of choosing literature, of selecting it, of promoting it, right? We've even seen the links, what was it, the back-end links between... Uh, who the hell was that again? We reported on that. Um, a, hus a husband of someone was uh, doing, the, uh, you know, they, they were behind a publishing company. They were doing these kinds of books and they were making money on it. And they were married to someone who was, you know, their dad, their dad was at the head of, I, I forget the story now, but it was some, it was something like that, right? There's like a, there's a there's a nepotism and a, and a chain here that like linking all these people together. Therefore, I respectfully request that the Department of Education promptly investigate this matter and a state uh, on a statewide basis and identify whether any systemic policy or procedural deficiencies exist at the state or local levels or both. No, the problem is systemic racism. White people, uh, that's the problem. Not not the, not this kind of stuff, right? No, pornography to kids, that's now being normalized, right? And of course, all of this is leading to fewer birth rates, is leading to people converting uh, or doing sex change operations, hormone blockers, ruining their fertility. Of course, that's in addition to the vaccination ongoing now. We've talked about that, right? But while of that's happening, there's also an attempt, uh, a concerted effort by big money, big industry, big NGOs and things like that to ensure that the birth rate continue to plummet in the global north.
And of course, when you're using examples, you're not going to use examples of those who currently have the highest birth rates in the North, which is the immigrants that are in the North, in the global North, or in the Western world, right? So this is from the UK, from a group called Population Matters, uh, where they in, I assume it's probably like Hyde Park or something in London, uh, they've inflated something they call Big Baby. Uh, is ready to spread the message of, uh, that choosing a small family is one of the most powerful eco-actions individuals in the global north can take. And of course, what do they have in the picture? A blonde, blue-eyed baby. Or the picture, the video. Let's watch. So Population Matters is here in Glasgow at COP26. And you can Sorry, Glasgow. Of course, so COP26. There you go. That explains it. Invite carb These are the worst... The biggest problem with the car, the carbon spewers, the carbon emitters, the carbon users, all what they talk, what they mean when they talk about that, it's human beings, specifically white people, because you know they're the Western, you know, industrialized nations, and they 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 bad, you know, kind of thing, right? Here's more. So population matters is here in Glasgow at COP26, and you can see we've got Big Baby, who's just been inflated, and we're drawing attention to the fact that in a rich developed country like the UK, like Scotland, like England, choosing to have a smaller family is the best thing you can do to take the heat off the planet. And also, of course, we have choice here, whereas hundreds of millions of women across the world don't have that choice, don't have that right. And we want to draw attention to that, because if we can meet that unmet choice and right for safe modern family planning, for the number of kids you have, when, whether you have kids, that is also not just brilliant for people, and for their well-being, but it's also great for the well-being of the planet. It will save more carbon dioxide there you than go. all onshore and offshore wind power combined. There you go. It's That's the number it's two solution to climate change, and yet we've hardly heard... Number one is just killing everybody, I assume. ...heard population talked about at COP26, other than from Population Matters. <laughs> so Population Matters by limiting the population. Okay. I understand. Cuck for Zone says it was great meeting you uh, guys as well. Yeah, awesome. Let, let us know if you're uh, if you're ever up here again. Uh, thank you, Cuck for Zone. Really appreciate it. And another one from Cuck for Zone as well. These uh, this pedo slash map stuff is truly demonic. It, it is. There's there's no other way of looking at it. Uh, it is a an evil from a different world or something from beyond. You know, un unhuman. I'm not sure what to call it, but yeah, it's and and it wants to find innocence. It wants to find purity and violate it, molest it, uh, abuse it, and it gets off on doing it. Right in line with this, of course, depopulation, fewer white people, blah, 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 right? You had this, I showed it Wednesday, but it ties in perfectly, right? Again, all this direct air capture stuff that we covered, like this is an, it's the absolute insanity now. They're looking at ruining the natural environment so that you will be driven into the, our synthetic reality, meta, the matrix, call it what you want. But check out the segment here regarding who it is that's behind climate change because it ties in perfectly of why they chose a white kid in this campaign. This is from COP, COP26 as well. They're not only climate killers, they are also killers of people. 
Women are among the most vulnerable to the climate crisis. A concrete example of this was in 2013 in the Philippines with Typhoon Haiyan or Typhoon Yolanda. A lot of women and young girls were forced into prostitution and sex work because of the climate impacts that happened and they couldn't bounce back, they couldn't adapt. In so many settings, when you're in evacuation centers, you're more prone to sexual harassment and violence and just the hygiene of the place, it's not there. And so when we're talking about climate justice, it has to include feminism. It has to include class inequality. It has to include racism. We have to think about everything because all of these other socioeconomic crises amplify the climate crisis and are amplified by the climate crisis. And the same patriarchal, um, rich, um, racist system that we are in, this is what caused the climate crisis. And so we have to dismantle that in order to achieve climate justice. There you go. Couldn't be more clear on that. That's what it's about. It's an attack on Hawaii. That's what this is. The climate stuff, right? We played in the beginning, the Agenda 2030 clip, right? And if you think anything, I was like, oh, well, they're going to start, they're going to be about recycling and, you know, things like sustainable development. No. Nope. Less white people and then just bring in the immigrants. A, a way to resolve the, um, the, in, the inequity, right, is to bring those people to the West. While at the same time, have them live Western lifestyles as opposed to helping them then with green technologies where they are, for example, or something like that. Uh, and of course, this goes right in line during the direct air capture segment that I played Wednesday as well, just as a reminder of, um, was it uh, Julio Friedman, who was at the Works um, inauguration of Orca, the direct air capture, the carbon capture device that they're starting up in Iceland right now. And he was talking about the biggest thing, you know, about this was about solving inequities around the world while we literally suck carbon out of the atmosphere and turn it into rock. Might sound like, uh, you know, I'm crazy for saying that, but uh, they're doing that. That's that's happening right now. So more in line with this, and we'll, we'll glide into this topic a little bit more later in detail when we talk about inflation and stuff. But look at this tweet to underline all of this with depopulation and stuff. This is just incredible stuff. This is a subdivision of Bloomberg, right? BN Commodities. Bloomberg Commodities News. The inflated price of Thanksgiving this year, you know, we've showed you the price hikes and food and, you know, tur turkey specifically, there's a turkey shortage, there's turkey increases in the prices as well. But the inflated price of Thanksgiving this year will make you thankful you don't have a bigger family. They hate you. They fucking hate you. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry for the bad language, but it's like... Be thankful that you don't have a bigger family. It's just they're rubbing it in our faces. It just can't be more clear of what they want of what this is about. All right. So we've got to, we're going to go into the COVID thing a little bit here and it, and it does kind of obviously it does tie in with this because <clears throat> they're beginning to vaccinate uh, children now. Right. It's happening. The five-year-olds are getting the shot. And uh, we don't even know yet what this is going to lead to. This is an ongoing live experiment. And no one has a clue of what will happen. 
Some people do. Some people have an idea. And of course, we've seen a lot of the excess deaths already being reported. But uh, this this photo here that someone tweeted out is, is is like it's something gruesome with it, and the way that the mother her her smirk and smile while the clear torture of this beautiful young young blonde kid here a, a minority in the world a rarity in the world is being you know victimized here right and look at that you can even see that look at the arm there too like you can see that's that's like needle rape right there like as the shot as the the this needle the syringe is coming out it's like t- pulling, tugging on the skin and protruding ba- backwards with the syringe as it's being pulled out. It's just a, it's a gruesome picture. And then those eyes of the woman there. Look at that, those eyes of hers. Just, this is crazy. These people are crazy. They're insane. And I'm not the only one thinking so. We, right now, are on the precipice of the mass murder of five to 11 year olds in this country. And we're pretending, and we're pretending that that's as important or less important as whether we have, you know, critical race theory in schools or whether we have something else. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just pause for a moment. Children are being murdered. And we're pretending like that's one of the issues. I'm sorry, but for me, that's not one of the issues. Right now, the emergency use authorization and the illegality of the criminal conspiracy that gave rise to that emergency use authorization is the issue. And if we aren't focused on the issue, we are going to watch young men and women who never get to live to see adulthood in our name because we were so damn concerned about the topic that was interesting to us. I'm going to put my life energy where it belongs. I am going to put my life energy on a single focus, which is until we hold the criminal conspirators accountable and until we end the emergency use authorization, we're not done. And there is no other topic right now, there is no other topic that I'm concerning myself with save the preservation of the next generation from a mass murdering, genocidal, psychopathic group of criminals who've decided that they can look on a five-year-old with contempt. And it's high time we start actually calling out what it is. This is a genocidal initiative, and that is exactly what's being done, and it's being done by a criminal conspiracy, and we must address that issue. Vinceville family with children four and five years old say they were accidentally given full adult doses of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine instead of flu shots. They say it happened on October 4th at the Walgreens on St. Joseph Avenue. The family of four includes two adults and two young children, both too young for the Pfizer or any other COVID vaccine. Well, the family's attorney, Daniel Tooley, shared with us what he says are vaccination cards given to the family by Walgreens. They show children born in 2016 and 2017 were given a Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. The family says they left the pharmacy thinking they had gotten their flu shots, but a Walgreens employee later called them and said they had made a mistake. Tooley says the children have been taken to a pediatric cardiologist and the family was told both are showing signs of heart issues. We've reached out to Walgreens several times but have not yet heard back. We have, you know, one in 10,000 side effects. That's, you know, 
way more, 700,000 uh, know, people who will suffer from that. So really understanding the safety at gigantic scale across all age ranges, you know, pregnant, male, female, undernourished, uh, existing comorbidities, it's very, very hard. And that actual decision of, okay, let's go and give this vaccine to the entire world, uh, governments will have to be involved because there will be some risk and indemnification needed before that can uh, be decided on. You've invested $10 billion in vaccinations over the last two decades, and you figured out the return on investment for that. And it kind of stunned me. Can you walk us through the math? In a Wall Street essay, Bill Gates declared vaccines the best investment I've ever made. Our foundation uh, is a bit more than $10 billion, uh, but we feel there's been over a 20 to 1 return. So if you just look at the economic benefits, uh, that's a pretty strong number compared to anything else. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You know, helping young children live, that has a payback that goes beyond any typical financial return. Remember them. Remember their names and who they are. Remember what they said and what they did not say. Remember what they did and what they did not do. When all is done, the guilty will be punished. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Took a little pause there. Um, yeah, it, it is insane times. Think about it, too. You need uh, their, with a straight face, arguing for kids to... You know, for babies to consent to you, you doing a diaper change on them, right? But then on the flip side, those same people that are advocating for the weirdest things when it comes to kids or, do, you know, ask, you know, have to ask them about things all the time. And what do you want to do? And what are you a girl or a boy today? Or, you know, whatever dumb questions is that they, they wing out at them like that, right? There's people on that side that are going behind the backs of parents to get them vaccinated, get them jabbed, get them injected with a genetic a gene therapy, an experimental drug, software of life, and, and not say anything, for example, right? And in some cases, of course, it's the parents themselves, coercive, right? They are being propagandized and they go take the kids and the kids say, no, I don't want to. They're literally crying and screaming and every sign in their body says no. And they're showing this by externalizing those instincts, and then the parents still don't listen to that. This is how bad it is. Look, look at this here. Here's something out of Cook County in Chicago. Of just the 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 fallacy of of appeal to authority, right? The white coats. The new priest class of the white coats is is the one that has the answers and access to everything, right? This is the Actually, we'll play that afterwards. That could be a good follow-up. I just I just thought of a clip we can play after. But check check this out. This is a commercial, right? Trust us, we are doctors. We are your doctors. You trust us. You trust us. You trust us. You trust us. You trust us with your life. You trust us with those you love. So trust us when we say, get vaccinated against COVID-19. The vaccines are safe. They are proven to work. You may have wanted to wait. I get it. But don't wait until it's too late. 
Trust us. Trust us. Trust us. Trust us. Seems like mind control to you. Trust, trust us. You trust us. Um, I'm looking for the one where they're talking about how doctors, doctors such as these that we saw in the clip, uh, are responsible for the third highest leading cause of death. Oh, I wish I could find that clip now. It was a, it was a great one. I'm looking for it. Let me maybe I can find it later. Here it is. I just found it. Look look at this here. This is this is outrageous stuff here. This is the people that they want you to trust, right? We've we've, we've plenty of already with just what we've seen during this campaign, the coercive vaccination campaign uh, to to not trust them on. But listen to this here. Doctor, you you hit on uh, the third leading cause of death in the United States, yeah. and I'm sure most of us could figure it's either heart related or cancer or uh, uh, diabetes, things like that. Can you clue us into what that is and why? Uh, yeah, okay, and thank you for asking that because this is the 10,000 pound gorilla in the room that nobody's talking about. The third leading cause of death, as published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, is MD-directed treatments. Yep. This means you go to a medical doctor, an MD, he gives you a treatment and you die from it. According to the United States third Department leading cause, of folks. Health and Human Services, 15,000, 15,000 Medicare patients a month are killed by MD treatment, and nobody goes to jail. A handful of terrorists fly two planes into the <coughs> Twin Towers. 3,500 people die, and we go to war. But 15,000 people a month are killed by medical doctor treatments, and we don't bat an eyelash. What more do you need to say, right? Uh, Lycan Warrior says, I wonder if the people who proclaim themselves to be environmentalists see that their pro-immigration stance actually degrades the environment and leads to further loss of habitat for a number of animal species, both endangered and otherwise. No, they look the other way and they don't, they don't care. Their plan, though, is not the immigrants because they already tend to congregate in, in big cities and stuff. The problem is going to be turned towards people who are living out of the countryside. All of this is going to be get you to, to get you to live in the in the shoebox pod, and eating the the, the bug protein. Um, so that's going to be the big uh, boogeyman. No, no, we can bring in we, we can have um, you know vertical uh, what was it called vertical in, not integration but a vertical um, you know real estate basically right. That's what that's the thing. That's what they're going to push for. Even if someone does know it, they wouldn't they, they wouldn't touch it because it's a you know there's an agenda over that 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 supersedes the the environmental one when it comes to it, and that's the replacement. Uh, okay, real quick on this here, running a little bit short of time, and there's a couple of things I want to squeeze in here. Norway records highest number of daily COVID nineteen cases since pandemic began. Norway to reinstate COVID-19 certificate as virus cases surge. Vaccine passports are back. Norway to offer COVID-19 booster jabs to everyone over 18 years old. And of course, Norway as of today is almost 80% vaccinated with, with at least one dose, while so-called fully vaccinated stands at 70%. So that's proof that it works. 70% has gotten fully vaccinated that's why you need to roll out another booster shot, because it's safe and effective and it works. 
And that's why you have a spike in COVID cases. More so, again, I, I'm not saying I buy the PCR test. I'm just talking like the, what the officials, what, they, what they're pushing out there right now, right? Spiking cases, spiking deaths, all that stuff. Bring it out. Vaccine passports back and new measures are being discussed by the prime minister in Norway. What do we do next? Do we do lockdowns? Yes, of course. And I said all this. I said this like a month and a half ago. I said people are celebrating. Look at Norway and Denmark. They're, ba they're We're back, baby. We're free. It worked. You know, the government complied. Or the, sorry, I'm sorry. The people complied to the government and the, and the big businesses, big pharma, right? And I said, just wait, just wait. Just wait. You'll see. There'll be new lockdowns, there'll be new measures, there will be a, a spike in cases as we approach winter, and oh, here, and here we are. So Denmark, same thing. We have this on the Telegram channel, right? Denmark, similar numbers, too. They're now also reimposing virus restrictions after ditching all rules about, two, about a month and a half ago. And the Prime Minister, um, Mette Fredriksen, said also that this is... Okay, about 86% of people aged 12 or older are fully vaccinated fully with the booster shots that's going to be you know that's gone now too they're fully vaccinated in denmark despite that authorities said last week hospitals are at risk of being overwhelmed due to covid 19 and other infectious diseases what are those that's interesting critics of vaccine mandates have said that's because covid 19 vaccines cannot entirely prevent the transmission of the virus to others such requirements are not necessary and will create unnecessary economic and social hardship and then on sunday on facebook Mette Fredriksson claimed that COVID-19 is spreading from unvaccinated people to elderly people and at-risk people who have been vaccinated. Although she did not provide evidence for her assertion, health authorities will soon advise the Danish governments on new measures. And of course, that will mean the passports are back now, coronavirus passports, and then it will be lockdowns, then it will be social distancing, face diapers. It's all back. Austria, days away from imposing lockdown on the unvaccinated. Chancellor vows to make unjabbed suffer. The new lockdown measures would exclusively prevent unvaccinated people from leaving their homes for anything other than essential reasons. Authorities in the Alpine country are furious that around two-thirds of the population have still refused to take the jab despite a reintroduction of measures that bans them from most basic lifestyle activities. We call it. We said it. Oh, this is kind of funny, actually. This story is <laughs> I had that for later. Let's let's move that back. We'll see if we have time for that later. Uh, that's kind of funny. This this real quick. In response to attorney attorneys um, an attorney's FOIA request is over to the U.S. now here. Um, the CDC, the the Center for Disease Control and Prevention in the U.S admits that it has no record of an unvaccinated person spreading COVID after recovering from COVID. Big surprise, right? So in other words, they threw out natural immunity. They said, oh, this is not an issue. Don't even talk about that. Uh, the, you have to get vaccinated. And then it turns out they don't even have any proof that it's ever spread from someone who had COVID and then developed antibodies and then, you know, it's spread to someone who, who hasn't had it yet or something, right? And there was an article about that. We don't have you know time to go through that now, but uh, this this is what they uh, this is what they're doing. They're pushing pushing a bunch of lies, right? And of course, Pfizer caught red-handed so many times. This is an article from 2008, just to remind you about this too. Experts conclude Pfizer's Pfizer manipulated studies 
The drug maker Pfizer earlier this decade manipulated the publication of scientific studies to bolster the use of its epilepsy drug, Neurontin, for other disorders while suppressing research that did not support those uses, according to experts who reviewed thousands of company documents for plaintiffs in a lawsuit against the company. So over a decade ago. That's what they do. It's incredible. Uh, the lies, the obfuscation, the, 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 the medical terrorism uh, that we're subjected to. Let me, three, let, me, let me see here what we should throw in. I guess we can leave the KISS uh, frontman, Gene Simmons. Of course, he called everybody evil for being unvaccinated. Let's skip that. Um, let's quickly do this. Let's show some of these Biden inflation uh, stuff here. And then we can do the last segment. I want to do that on the uh, um, the Internet of Census, uh, on, on how they're working on digitizing human census. That's an interesting thing we can end on. It's very strange. It's, it goes into the metaverse thing, you know, the, the matrix, the, uh, uh, the new frontier of human consciousness as they ruin and destroy our natural environments as things begin to die due to the measures that they're taking in the name of saving us from things such as global warming uh, or climate change, we have to flee into something, right? And it's going to be all digital. It's going to be the, the matrix, essentially, right? Um, but check out this. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Bidenflation splits the nation. GOP heartlands are being hit hardest by Joe's rampant rise in the cost of living compared to Democrat coastal elites. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia area residents feel the brunt of the nas- nationwide high inflation rates as a cost of goods in the city rose nearly 8% over last year. St. Louis, Missouri, cities in Arizona also saw some of the largest inflation rates, while more moderate increases were felt in Houston, Baltimore, Detroit, Miami, and Seattle. Large liberal cities like New York and San Francisco saw some of the lowest increases as people moved out of the large cities into those more conservative states. Yeah, I wonder why. Inflation nationwide has reached its highest point in 31 years as prices of everyday consumer goods rose 6.2% in October 2021, the highest it has been since November 1980. And here's the uh, map for you right there of how it splits, right? It's incredible. So it's almost like it's a plan, folks. <laughs> it's, so, it's almost like they're doing it on purpose, wouldn't you say? Look at that. The coastal elites, the, de- the Democrat, liberal, progressive, far-left, lunatic strongholds have seen the lowest inflation rates while the conservative states have seen the worst. Here's uh, Kamala Harris' brilliant and uh, so very thoughtful and just poignant analysis of what it is that's really happening here. Well, let's start with this. Uh, Prices have gone up, and families and individuals are dealing with the realities of, of the, that bread costs more, that gas costs more. And we have to understand what that means. That's about the cost of living going up. That's about having to you stress think? and stretch limited resources. That's about a source of stress for families that is not only economic, but is on a daily level, something that is a heavy weight to carry. So it is something that we take very seriously very seriously. And we know from the history of this issue in the United States that when you see these prices go up, it has a direct impact on the quality of life for all people in our country. 
Okay, what are you going to do about it? Brilliant analysis, don't you think? Well, prices go up, that means you can buy less and it costs more. <clears throat> Let me talk a couple of, about a couple of these here and then we're going to uh, do the last segment here soon. But, uh, buy, of course, Build Back Better, that passed $1.3 uh, trillion just to throw in, brrr, printing that, you know, the money. It's all intentional, right? It's about the intentional collapse of the economy. Clow and Piven, complete takeover. Um, central bank, digital currencies, the Phoenix is coming in the wake of this. We know what. Here's the clip here um, from, um, I guess that's Fox or something. Biden's Build Back Better tax hike or will hike taxes on 30% of middle class families. Listen to uh, what she says in the beginning here. Yeah. Well, plain and simply, Eric, we have been talking too much in Washington, D.C. right now about the amount of trillions of dollars that we're spending. We've heard the Democrats arguing over trillions of dollars like their pocket change in the last few weeks. And these bills tied together, which Speaker Pelosi and President Biden have made it very, very clear that these bills are a package. Um, they add trillions of dollars in spending, trillions of dollars of debt, and it's the wrong path for our country. And so plain and simple, I'll always vote for the right bill for my district. Um, I, I know Iowans support targeted investments in infrastructure, things like roads and bridges, locks and dams and broadband. And while this bill did include some provisions for that, it didn't do enough in my mind without adding a whole lot of other wasteful spending in the package. Yeah, such as uh, anti-white policies. Uh, was it uh, measures for, 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 for migrants? It was all kinds of like the most ridiculous things in there. There was like something that's going to like screw over uh, they're trying to screw over crypto. There was something with the $600 on your bank account. We're going to monitor all of it and all that. Like crazy, insane stuff. Like out of control, insane things that <laughs> are being pushed. It's like, it's, they're losing. It's, it's, they're, it's, it's over, you know? If this shit passes, it's over. Quick mention, just this one, and then we'll move to the last topic of the, uh, of the, of the new era we're entering into here. Biden administration has amassed. Records on 54 million gun owners in 2021 during a new crackdown on firearms uh, firearms owners, report claims. Pro-Second Amendment advocates are worried that the collection is a move to create an unlawful national database of firearm owners. Yeah, you think? The ATF collects the information of gun transactions from licensed firearms dealers who go out of business and keeps record at a facility in West Virginia. They're, they they want they're 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 finding out who the problem is. They're making lists, folks. They're making lists. That's what this is about. All right. I had some other stories, but we'll skip that. We'll uh, probably talk that about that more uh, over the weekend here uh, at uh, RedEyesMembers.com as we. Uh, do some prep tomorrow for Weekend Warrior. Those a couple of stories are Jeff, James O'Keefe got was raided, right? We talked. That's interesting. The reasons behind that. China is now the largest maritime battle force on Earth, surpassing the U.S. While they're like renaming military ships in the U.S. after a gay advocate uh, Harvey Milk, right? It's just you can't you can't make this up. <laughs> it's just it's just insane. Uh, but yeah, the last thing I want to talk about is this. Uh, it's something called Internet of Census. We've talked about the Internet of Bodies, right? We've played clips about this in the past, and and you know we're entering into a digital or a virtual reality, which will sometimes have an overlap with so-called augmented reality. We you know with the glasses is going to be very wearable, and you're overlaying things on it and stuff like that. 
But now they're talking about digitizing the human census to basically take normal things. You guys ever see the movie, uh, I think it was Strange Things, I actually start, uh, or started re-watching that the other day, where they have a device where you can have an experience as a human and, and, and you can put on like a little neural like transmitter thing, like a little mini helmet type thing over your brain, your skull basically connects with your brain. And you can live through the experiences, memories, smell, taste, uh, emotions, presumably, and things like that of the person who did something. Now, in that movie, they had a little small, I don't know, it's like some mini discs or something. This, is, this takes place during like the white 2K, you know, scare and stuff like that. What they're talking about in this front is the, is the, it's the, presumably the direct or live capture of other people's emotions and experiences and senses as you tap into that imagine like the same way that you tap into and imagine the tra imagine the trap that this will be too of uh, say uh, addictive things such as pornography or even drugs or something like that right where you can now you digitize the senses and 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 fooling the brain that you're the ones experiencing them and especially if these are like live events, the way people today tune into like a YouTube video to watch something's happening live. Instead, you would you would tap into the census of Kyle Rittenhouse and feel what he's feeling or 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 something. Maybe that would be maybe that would be, is a bad example because then maybe people would actually identify with him and stuff like that, right? But imagine like you're you're tapping into the census live of a person. Imagine someone, uh, as I said, pornography or something like that, right? See, this is a big trap. Do you think people get stuck in this environment? Stuck in that world? Stuck in that mode of never experiencing things for themselves? Or something like that, right? Interesting tagline here where they say, we have the privilege of seeing the future because we're creating it. Standing at the frontier. We stand at the frontier of a thrilling expansion of the human senses with digitization of hearing Sight, smell, taste, and touch will herald new experiences, new opportunities, and new ways to inhabit the world. These advances are not the prospects of a distant future to be enjoyed by subsequent generations. They are here and now. Researchers and entrepreneurs are developing state-of-the-art technolog technologies today that will permanently shift the landscape of human senses, perception, and create of sensory playground beyond imagination. Led by a team of technology enthusiasts and experts, the Internet of Census Institute is a gateway to this imminent interconnected future. We are a community of thought leaders, inventors, and early adopters who are passionate about taking part in the evolution of the human senses and shaping this new era of innovation. The Internet of Census Institute is a gathering place for all who seek to understand, co-create, and leverage the cutting-edge technology that is poised to redefine our lives. Here we go again. Got to change everything, update your genes. We're gonna, uh, you're gonna live in a synthetic sensory uh, perception bubble while you eat the bugs and you live in the pod. We aim to foster a vibrant community of entrepreneurs. Executives, policymakers, and researchers ready to embrace the Internet of Census and all the ingenuity 
inventiveness, and inspiration that it has to offer. Now, before we show some of the breakdowns of what they talk about that they'll be able to do, let's take a look at a video that was done by the, unfortunately, sorry to say, and uh, as a Swede, I, uh, I apologize in advance, uh, the Swedish company Ericsson, they did cell phones for a while and stuff like that, right? Who did a video about this uh, back in 2020, April 2020, where they're seeking to integrate these new technologies. And of course, at the uh, a, a node, a central node point in all of this is 5G as well, right? So we'll get your 5G conspiracies in there as well. Look at this, uh, look at this video right here. like that ericsson.com slash consumer lab right so imagine being live at a uh, you know sports ball game and you can like tap in and like you're viewing it from behind the the, the bar the face protection bars whatever you call that thing um the grill or whatever you think people will be hooked on this you think people will uh stay in their pod and and, and let other let, let, no no you let the professionals climb the mountain you're just sitting you're on your fat ass in your in your lounge chair and letting and leaving it up to the professionals to have the experience and soon enough what do you think what do you think is going to happen with sex when it comes to these things pornography sex degenerate things you know stuff like that here's what the the previous topic is on those pedophiles saying well they could just they could have sex virtually with children right isn't that great you see all kinds of things, the, the justifications, right? Now, under this um, 
the about the institute here. And Do it's you love e- red uh, eyes? Want more? Get access to exclusive to material by signing up for a Look red eyes here, membership. The, the, You'll be able to stuff. watch Weekend Warrior, yeah, our flagship show, the then. second hour yeah, of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew. We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a same voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like A little of all your support can go a long way. Voices from a higher source, anybody? AI-powered apps that predicts and responds to conversation patterns, filtering and customizing the of ambient noises in public and private environments, instant translation that adapts to culture and the emotion of the speaker in addition to the words used, voice-activated devices in every consumer product category, improve fourth industrial revolution, the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bodies, and the Internet of Senses, improved accessibility for individuals with hearing or speech difficulties, customizing of the human voice. Um, and of course, they have a number of applications there that they list, right? What they, where you can, uh, defense and international relations, audio-based social networks, gaming, entertainment, smart home, music, podcasts, audiobooks, blah, blah, blah. To continue under sight and smell, sight, they have uh, transforming data such as map routes, meeting notes, and social media profiles into optics by speaking, gesturing, or thinking commands. Virtually trying on of apparel, uh, apparel, apparel, right? Apparel. That's what you. That's what it's called. Uh, apparel, cosmetics, and other fashions. Simulation of furniture, appliances, and consumer items within physical space. Immersive 3D textbooks, manuals, and graphic novels. Digital overlays used to guide uh, guide intricate scientific, medical, or engineering procedures. Holographic models that enable visualization of complex data sets. Beaming into the office to collaborate with co-workers and colleagues. They have something on their smell. Uh, you, detection of dangerous and illegal materials. Monitoring of breathing rates and assisted respiration. Assisted respiration. Digitally enhanced food and drink. Digitally enhanced food and drink. So in other words, while you're eating the bug... Think Matrix here, right? While you're eating the bug protein... Look at Blade Runner, right? The protein farmer. Remember that scene? It's just a big, like, tub of maggot slop. As you're eating that, you will be literally, your brain will think you're literally eating the steak and having the, you know, the fine Merlot or whatever. Personalized scents paired with calls and text and on demand in the home. Um, Olf, Olf Active, I'm not even sure what that is. Olf Active, someone know what that is? Olf Active white noise, white noise used to neutralize unpleasant smells. Artificially produced pheromones designed to excite, awaken, or calm. <laughs> it's just like, wow, ima- imagine the manipulation with this shit. Taste. Anticipated technologies, right? You can hack food due to breakthroughs in electrical and thermal stimulation of the tongue. We will soon have the ability to hack foods and beverages. Advances in biomechanics will bring the advent of the smart tongue and AI-powered sensors capable of tasting human-made and naturally occurring substances. 
so alteration of enhance uh, or enhanced of flavors and textures eating or drinking without consuming anything at all right I just scroll down so I can show you there on, on, on that screen digital detection of contaminants in the environment or within the body and finally, touch. I think this is one of the last one I have here. The power of digital touch to reshape our physical and virtual realities will soon progress far beyond the limitations of the devices like phones and tablets. The revolution will be wearable and innovations in haptics will transform how we interact with the world. The use of any surface as a virtual touchscreen or keyboard. Manipulation of digital information hovering in the air. Thermoelectricity of the human body harnesses, harnessed of power electronic accessories. Virtual sensations of warmth, airflow, and movement. So there you go. There you have it. They're building the matrix. And they want your kids to be in it. I'll take a couple of these here. I want entropy. Uh, Lars Augebeck with says, did you see the F Denmark uh, flag video? I emailed you. It got 14,000 views in three days. Then YouTube cut uh, 1,500 plus viewers from it. And now they're suppressing it. Facebook redact, uh, reacted by permanently banning my account for memes and shared years ago. Uh, for memes shared years ago. I have more information on the video. Interesting. I've not seen that. Maybe that's something to show. Arab confronts Danish Antifa. What is this? 150? Let me see. Is this something else? I have more information on the video. Let me let me check this. We could we could watch this maybe. One of the last things we'll do here. Yes, yeah, age restricted, I think, or something, based on community standards. Let me just see as it is now. Okay, let's see what this is. Subtitles then, folks. Arab confronts Danish Antifa. <laughs> Allah, du beder om at få tæsk. Så nu fucking kakalaka, der giver så dårligt ry. Prøv at se, han bruger det som en junkie. Så skriver han, fuck dem, Mark. Nå, nu er det nødt til at gå op og banke mig. Min fucking damer, ja. Det største problem, det er, vi er i fucking bispehaven. Og jeg pænger det hos dig. Vi er i fucking bispehaven. Og de her fucking danskere har lagt et fucking flag op, hvor der står fuck Danmark. I fucking bispehaven. Lad mig lige se det der flag, bro. Fjern det lige flotte. Ryk det lige snuske. How did he get let, let in here? He's got to be friends with these people then, I assume, or something, right? Fuck Danmark, har du skrevet. Hvorfor har du skrevet fuck Danmark, ha? Fordi hvad? So we have, we have, we have uh, as far as I understand the situation, we have a uh, a patriotic Arab who's more pro-Danish than the Danish people who's putting up flags with fuck Denmark on it. It's a hell of a timeline, folks. Hvorfor er det Hvorfor er det sådan, at når dine fucking medborgere, de kører forbi, så tror de, at det er araber, der har lagt den her ud? Nå, det er du ikke. Du skal måske tænke dig om, de fucking junkie. Pil den ned, før jeg piller dit hoved af. Skøn dig lidt. Jalla. Fucking pil den ned, din chumpe, mand. Fucking junkie. Giv dem lægten i sækken og giv mig den. 
Og det var fucking dansk, at kører forbi. De tror, det er os, der har lagt den ud. Og så begynder TV2-nyhederne at komme herud. Og når TV2-nyhederne kommer herud, så siger de, prøv at se, vi er i ghettoen. Og de skriver, fuck Danmark. Men nej, mine damer og herrer, vi er i ghettoen og kigger det her lort. Kig det her skrald. Giv mig den der, der smidt nu, skrald, så man giver mig den. Giv mig den, jeg smidt. Prøv, jeg sværger på min møger. Healthy wearing, ikke? <laughs> tak skal du have. Og lad være med at lægge sådan noget ud ikke? Oh, man. Det er en Have a very nice day. Thanks to you too. So I guess he just walks in. Well, that's an interesting video. Thank you, uh, Lars Ogebeck. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Someone said fake. It's fake. All right, cool. Uh, Arab confronts Danish Antifa. That's always uh, that's, uh, that's funny though. That the clash, right? All right, thank you, uh, Lars. Blasalisa says predictive programming. Pretty much everything we've seen in movies will come to pass. Yeah, and especially that it always turns bad too. Isn't every every single conspiracy theorist is all, more more or less always right in these movies, right? Um, Black Phyllis says, Henrik, responded to my tweet last weekend about my date who was willing to kill a baby to advance her career. That's right. I saw, I saw you were um, out on a date. I saw you took a uh, photo of your uh, of your plate. Yeah, I think you, you enjoyed the hors d'oeuvres or something. <laughs> right? uh, I've given it a lot of thought and I will give her another chance. She's also unvaccinated. Well, that's good. Maybe I can save her bros. We'll keep you updated. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have sometimes you. You take that. Uh, you take those issues later. You don't work on uh, getting hitting the right politics, uh, especially with women like that out the gates, right? Um, but yeah, if she's worth it, do it. You know, don't give up just because it's the wrong opinions. Usually, that follows. If it's a woman that's ready to uh, to follow uh, and let you lead, you will uh, you will begin to change her thinking process. Uh, that's just an, a natural order of things. That's just how it is, right? Uh, Dog Whistler says we can virtually, and and it's also it's also about not just like dragging them along because it is that it's it's about you know actually seeing what's reasonable and things and I, I, and I've said this before too don't don't try to throw everything at, a, at at someone like that right away or whatever just find the tiny little thing the little crack in the wall whatever that is that they're interested in and use that you know chip away at that little thing whatever it is don't try all these different things. And, and crack through that wall, right? Through that uh, opposition, whatever. And uh, that might be the very thing that, like, you know, well, you know, if you're concerned by this thing, this is happening now. This is about to happen. Or you're going to lose that. We're going to lose that. We're losing this. So this is being attacked by people. It's a concerted effort to, you know, to take this away from you. Or, you know, th there's things like that, right? Anyway, thank you, Black Philip. Gets there an update on that. Dog Whistle says we can virtually smash with Scott. That's right. Smash with Scott. Brought to you by... Brought to you by Pfizer. That's right. It's coming. Thank you, Dog Whistler. Cuck for Zone says the Luddite movement is making more and more sense by the day. Well, I mean, people, I guess, to pick up on that, and, and, and of course you're right, is uh, Theodore Kaczynski, right? The warning of the technological enslavement. What was the uh, exact title? Uh, something to that effect. I haven't uh, confessed. I haven't read much of him, but I've seen uh, some documentaries. I've... I've caught general uh, general themes of what he talked and wrote about and things like that. I've read some articles about him and what he proposed and some of the things he wrote about. And also, by the way, he was you know, the reason why he went the bomb route is because he was uh, he was uh, uh, essentially to to use the simplest term here, a uh, mind control, right? Kaczynski was I think it was one of the guys who experimented on with uh, with LSD. I think there's some documentaries out there on that. Uh, they they used a guy, right? He he had. Your reasonable, rational thoughts regarding pro progression, where we're going, technology, things like that, and it's like, okay, let's turn this thing into a terrorist. So if you think like that, you're a terrorist. That the link is, you know, made. 
Uncle Ted. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you to everyone joining us uh, over at Entropy Stream. Thank you for your super chats. Uh, wherever you're watching, wherever you are in the world, we do appreciate your uh, time. Also, a pleasure having you with us. I hope you enjoy uh, the rest of your, uh, well, weekend, but the rest of your uh, Friday, Friday night, or early Saturday, whatever it is where you are. Um, we'll be back, of course, over the weekend here with much more. RedEyesMembers.com. Check that out. We have uh, about uh, 205 Weekend Warrior shows up there for you guys right now. We also, of course, have a lot of uh, exclusive material. Second hour of many of the interviews that we've done uh, over the years. We have ex other exclusive shorter scripted videos, a ton of stuff for you guys to check out right there. Subscribe star. Yes, we're trying to uh, reach that 300 goal. So we appreciate you joining us over there. Subscribestar.com slash red eyes. Send us a DM over there uh, when you sign up uh, or just an email, redeyes.protonmail.com. Tell us that you've signed up and uh, just include your uh, username and or email that you have on redeyesmembers.com, your account there. If you don't have one, we can set one up for you as well. It's not really complicated. Uh, it goes very quickly as well, but we need to just have your username or email so we can attach and link uh, your accounts as well. Uh, Entropy Stream otherwise works uh, well as well. EntropyStream.live slash TV. Um, that's a good way. We have They have a subscription option there. You can choose uh, either their platinum or custom, you know, 10 bucks a month recurring automatically. If you go for a one-time payment, of course, you can do all the way up to two years uh, in terms of a sub subscription. And that gets much cheaper per month as well. So you end up saving a lot of money doing it that way. Some people prefer the Cash App. You have that on screen right there. We also have an e-check or ACH option if you're in the U.S. It's like paying a utility bill online. Really easy, quick, and simple. Don't forget to include either your email or username that you have on redeyesmembers.com in the notes when you make the payment so we can see who it is. There are some of you that have. I think we're I think we're settled on the e-check um, uh, ACH front, but there's some of you that still has sent on uh, Subscribestar and Entropy that we have just we didn't get you didn't send your username and we couldn't find you searching for your name. So if you haven't gotten your account activate, activated, make sure you write to us and so we can link them and get that activated. Important step and that's just a consequence of being uh, subjected to financial terrorism where we can't have things like normal uh, companies do and corporations who can have you know make, make have you can charge a credit card online or through your website and stuff like that right so we have to use third parties and of course that slows us down it's more administrative work uh, makes us like you know and they love that of course they want to put um, put, put uh, uh, um, sticks in the wheels in the spokes as it were to try to slow us down and slug us down and all that kind of stuff right look they censor us because we're effective that's how simple this is right uh, that's why they want us gone. But we appreciate you guys helping us out, supporting us, and we are surviving. And with your help and with everything that's going on, we appreciate it very, very much because it is uh, crazy times for sure. But anyway, we do have some crypto, crypto, and crypto options as well if you prefer. Uh, if you don't have an account, redeyesmembers.com. Head on over there, click on sign up, uh, set up your account. All we need is a username, really, and an email. You don't have to uh, use any other um, links to it. We don't even need a, need a real name or anything like that. And then you just uh, click on uh, the length of the description you watch and click next and you get to a page that have all the instructions, all the different methods we have. We have a, a mailing address. It's up on screen right here as well uh, for those who prefer the good old method. Uh, but yes, that's uh, really it, ladies and gentlemen. We do appreciate you. Always a pleasure having you with us. Have a great rest of your evening. We will end with, uh, well, I guess we'll do the outro first and then we'll play some other stuff uh, after that point. But uh, as always, brought to you by Pfizer. And don't forget to... Smash with, smash with, smash. All right, ladies and gentlemen. See you next time. Take care. Keep fighting. Stay brave. And uh, never give up. We'll see you soon.
Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.